for the final time in 2015 to all my cool cats and cool kittens. They try to copy our style so they stay frostbitten. You are now tuning to the sounds of CFRE 91.9 FM and on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Cool, and this is Cool Radio. What we doing? You can catch me on your TV, even on the radio. Yes, 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 y'all, welcome back. You're now tuned to the sounds of CFRE Radio 91.9 FM and on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Cool, and welcome to Cool Radio. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. Your ass better call somebody in the tell a friend to tell a friend because tonight, ladies and gentlemen, it goes down the final episode of 2015, the third season finale in a row for Cool Radio, as I affectionately like to deem as the yes special. In this case, it would be yes number three. You already know what it is. Now, we are waiting for a couple of our panelists to, to arrive. Uh, panelists on the board for tonight's episode will be recording artist Goliath Paw, uh, co-owner of Proper Way Records and overall hip-hop mogul in the city, Javoni Thomas. But before we get to them, we already have one of our panelists in the building right now. This man is a former co-host of Cool Radio, and right now he is a script writer for television. Ladies and gentlemen, give up for my man, Jay Cream. Jay Cream, talk to the people real quick. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. I got that song in my head. It goes down in the DMs. I don't know why. <laughs> it goes down in the DMs. Down in the DMs. That's the song. That's the song of cuffing season. Word, word, word. Yeah, man. I love to be here. It's back. Familiar scenery. I love it, man. Cool Radio. This is where it all began. Yeah, so we're all started, man. DJ TV, the cool radio, the cool click. People don't know. They don't know, man. They don't know <laughs> what you do, do, <laughs> do. Actually, I have that drop right now, actually. There you go. I'm telling you, man. They don't know, man. I got one question, though. You still got my drop? I, I had to retire it, man. I had to retire it. I was so mad. I had man. to retire it. Best I know. All time. I, I know, I know, but I had to retire yeah, it. It's okay, I appreciate it. I had to, man. I had to, I had to hang up on the rafters, you know? Like, all love, man. the jersey had to be hung up and all that good stuff. Shout out to Schoolgirl K, but it does feel good to be back, man. It really does. It's Absolutely. So, yo, talk about the script writing you've been doing lately, man. Yeah, man, about the script writing. So, um, I decided to take a little break from everything else and just focus on, I guess, sort of a passion project of my own, man. Um, not to give away too much because not everything is legalized and patent on the way, so it's hard to give away so much, plus other people who are also in contributed to it, so I can only say so much, but let's just say it's a TV show that's being worked on. We're working on a treatment right now, me and three other individuals. We're trying to get it done, and we're trying to push it to different network stations among the states and Canada to see if it does get picked up. I really want to give you more, but it's that hard. I'm just going to say it's based upon a life in Toronto. But I really can't give too much more because I can't give away the name. I can't give away the information. I just can't. But it's 
it's something good, and the city's gonna love it if it when it does come out. You know. Listen, let's make the people wait. All right. That's the people, best thing. You gotta wait for 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 the good things to come in life. You know what I'm saying? That's the best thing, man. Exactly. So. As I was about to preface with my, with my guests before, or with the with the listeners at home before our guests come through, man, um, you already know how we do with, with the format of this show, man. Yes, I mean, I top five, top five artists, top five albums, top five singles, and also the coveted top five wanksters of the week, man. We're going to do top five wanksters of the year. Now, ladies and gentlemen listening at home, here's how we're going to do it. It's not going to be a general top five that we've all agreed to. It is going to be our own personal top fives that we are going to share, which could create a little bit of banter, some controversy and what have you. And people may agree, people may disagree. And if you want your opinions to be heard, then I strongly advise that you log on to CFREradio.com to listen in, which you're probably doing right now anyway. But more so, go on Twitter and hop on the Cool Radio Twitter page, at Cool underscore Radio, or even to my own personal page at DM underscore Cool, and let your thoughts be heard, because we would love to know what you guys are thinking right now. I mean, there's so many to choose from. There's so many to go through. Um, One of the things that I want to highlight, however are the best moments that happened in 2015. So best moments, it could be anything that happened within the hip-hop scene or anything that happened within hip-hop that kind of transferred itself into another medium. So like hip-hop and pop culture, for example, hip-hop in the movies, in television, and what have you. So I wanted to get, you know, Giovanni and Goliath Paul's take on that. But while we're waiting for them, let's uh, just share our own individuals right now. So, Jay, I'm going to let you start it off. Just thinking about this best moments, there's a lot of moments. Jay-Z opens his own company, tries to murder off two other companies, Spotify and Apple Music. There's a lot of moments for hip-hop. Dr. Dre becomes hip-hop's first billionaire. Dr. Dre opens... Well, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg basically co-create the movie about their life in NWA. This is a big year for hip-hop. But when I was doing my list, I was like, you know what? I got to think about things that I like, but I also got to think about what had the biggest impact. Mm -hmm. It was a sort of a tie between the NWA movie and Meek Mill getting ripped the fuck out. (laughs) Yo, say that one more time, man. Yeah, one more time. Like I said, it was a tie between the NWA movie uh-huh. and Meek Mill getting ripped the fuck out. Cool. Cool. Yo, man. You know, man. I it came down to cool. I guess the love for the city, man. And NWA movie was big. It was. But it didn't break the internet as the term goes, like that Meek Mill and Drake thing. Mind you, NWA, that movie broke everything. Yeah, it broke everything else. Of, <laughs> yes. It broke man. box office. Let's just say that. The reason why I'm giving it to the Drake and Meek Mill is because nobody knew who Meek Mill was. Man, I work at a place right now. It's a nice little office. Won't shout it out. These people now know who Meek Mill is. Yeah, you know, for the wrong reasons. My mom knows who Meek Mill is, and mm. they know it for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. This, this, this whole thing made Meek Mill a household diss. Basically. A household parody. Basically. You you had white culture. You had you had people like Miley Cyrus not scared to diss you on stage. It was borderline disrespectful. Yo, Senator um the councilman of Toronto, Tory, was 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 shaming him on Twitter. And I can't even hate because you did it to yourself. He did, so he did. Like, and like, like I said, NWA is a huge thing. But like that Meek Mill diss, man. That whole Meek Mill saga from beginning to end. I respect Nikki actually. I respect Nikki and being able to keep her mouth closed and just stay out of it and stick to her own stuff. She's good for that. Because at the end of the day, her career is still there. Meek Mill's career, he might come back with another album. I don't think it's ever going to be what it was. Mm -hmm. I think he has a chance to come back. Many people have come back. But this just put Drake on 10. All right. So while I do 
understand like your your reasoning for for your choice. I went with a different choice actually. That was that was my second choice actually. My top choice was the release of Straight Outta Compton, and I say that I say that because hip hop as a culture finally has. Its first mega biopic film. No a disrespect. Good one too. No disrespect to that Biggie thing. But exactly. That was shit. No, I beg to differ on that. No disrespect to Notorious. It was a good film, but it didn't have any staying power in my opinion. Like it was just kind of here today, gone tomorrow. But with Straight Outta Compton, man, that one, that one set like a whole nother barrier because now it's at a point where any other biopic film that comes out after you have to at least raise yourself to the same level or the same standard as straight out of Compton did on top of that, as I mentioned earlier, it smashed box office. It went number one, four weeks in the a row. The only thing about to smash that is star Wars. Exactly. On top of that, see how Oscar season goes. Yeah, I know on top of that, however, the movie just wasn't about NWA. It was about all the events that led to them shaping up to NWA. And when you take into consideration all the race war riots, race war riots that happened during that time period, and you take a look at what's happening now, it kind of brings everything back in full circle. It and makes you realize that was, nothing has changed. It was like destined because it's like all these things in the past, I would say four years that happened, the police shootings, everything NWA talked about from before that we're now get to see because of social media and cell phone cameras. All of that, even the whole buy Felicia jokes, people don't even know, came from Friday. Ice exactly. Tea. It's like it allowed this generation to connect. Exactly. So they have a connection to it. And I'll say this, man. Like, there's been a lot of hip-hop movies made. A lot of people don't know this. The only ones that have made it to theaters was N.W.A. and Notorious and Tupac Resurrection. But there's been a lot made that went straight to DVD. Yeah. But now there's a chance for those ones to come to theaters, too. Exactly. I mean, mind you, the, the, the Tupac one was more of like a straight-out documentary, basically. Uh, but now it's come to a point where a lot more people are going to be inclined to make a biopic film about their favorite rapper, whether it be a Jay-Z or Nas or something like that. Just don't put but, on VH1. Exactly. Mind you, it's going to be, it's got to be a film about a, a star that not that everyone can relate to, but people know like within pop culture. So with Biggie, it's understandable because he transcended pop culture. Same thing with NWA. A lot of the terminology that they use as well as like any other West coast act got translated into pop culture. The next big one, in my opinion, is probably going to be Jay-Z. If he were to agree to that, I heard they're making a Tupac. I think a Tupac they're, movie would be big because you have so many elements. You got yeah. his family upbringing, the black Panthers. You got, all they are making a Tupac one. Originally it was supposed to be uh, John Singleton directing it, but then he uh, left the project and now it's be directed by Benny Boom, who is a music music video director. So we don't know how it's going to turn out. He's been kind of quiet on that scene, um, but I've never seen him direct a film before. Never heard of any like film directing credits that he has. Be the beginning of the end of his career. So let's see how it goes. It's a make or break. Like I'm not. I'm been nice. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bury him under the bus just like that. Like I'm actually gonna be open. Heard me open minded and give him a chance to see what he can bring to to the project. I think it's only fair that as fans and viewers that we do. Just that, in my opinion. I agree. And as a writer of a productional show, I think it's it's best to put yourself in that person's light and just write from that standpoint. Um, I do think Singleton is easier because he's been around longer, so he might have actually known Tupac, right? He actually mm-hmm. did know Tupac. But like you said, you got to give everybody a chance, right? I can't, I can't shit on him before he's even had a chance to lay the egg. So. Exactly. Now, 
Let's keep it. Let's keep into the topic of, of films right now, ladies and gentlemen. If you're just tuning in, uh, you are now tuning to CFRE 91.9 FM. This is your man GM Cool with Cool Radio right now. Uh, we are still waiting on a couple of our guest panelists, Goliath Paw, artist and record producer, and also uh, hip hop mogul and record label owner uh, Javoni Thomas. They will be in here shortly to uh, do our year end wrap up. Right now, we have Jay Kareem in the building. Uh, let's talk about some films, hip hop inspired films that are kind of creating a little bit of controversy right now so one of them right now is spike lee directed chirac so a lot of people you know are divided about this on one end people just want to see a good satire on the other end people particularly people within chicago are accusing spike lee of exploitation uh because of the film's premise so neither one of us have seen the film i've not seen the film uh but based on the trailer people are 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 feel very disgruntled about it i will say this i'm straight in the middle of it because on one hand, I hear the argument. The argument is, you're not from Chicago. How are you going to make a film dealing on the issues that happen in Chicago? Another piece to that argument is also, how are you going to have a movie saying that to stop the violence, we just need women to hold back the pom pom? That's not going <laughs> to stop the violence. Pom pom is not going to stop violence. And I get it. It's <laughs> insulting to all the mothers and families and children that have been slain in the Chicago streets for... Forever, I guess, but mm-hmm. immediately in the past 10 years since the Chirac label has been put on Chicago because of drill music and artists like Chief Keith. Mm-hmm. It's an insult to what's going on in there. On the other hand, on the autistic hand, now since I look at things differently as a producer, I try to delve into what's really happening. I understand that what people don't understand is that this is an idea that's already been done before. Mm-hmm. A lot of movie directors usually take ideas that's been done and they revamp it. Mm-hmm. It's an old film that was alive in the Renaissance, mm-hmm. that is about, I think it's Greece? Greece, I think yeah. it's Greece. And it's basically about to stop the war, the woman withholds sex from the, from the army, from the yeah. soldiers, to stop the war. So that was the whole premise of it, right? He tried to use that same premise with Chicago. Now, I think it's great that he tried to mix the old with the new. I think that because this issue is still currently relevant, exactly. it becomes insulting. It stings. If, if he was talking about Chicago in the 80s, and Chicago was now no longer a violent city, and he mm-hmm. did it? Cool. Yeah. That's all right. Everybody be like, you know what? It's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's a little musical. We get it. Nick Cannon playing. It's cool. Mm-hmm. But it's still relevant. People are still bleeding. Hearts are still hurt. Mamas are still crying. Mm-hmm. It's borderline disrespectful. Yeah. So I can understand people are mad at, at Spike Lee. I am a Spike Lee fan, but I kind of don't co-sign this. But I also haven't seen it. I do want to see it. So that's yeah. my take on it. So my take on it is this. And I've heard both the takes of Spike Lee and Ryan Fest, a fellow Chicago um, a rapper and songwriter. So from Spike Lee's perspective, he was saying to the people, why would he make you know a disrespectful film kind of you know making fun of the lives lost in Chirac or sorry Chicago I shouldn't even say that in Chicago when you have people who are in the movie who are from Chicago like Jennifer Hudson who had her entire family slain um you know while they were in Chicago also there's another actress in the movie that he did name who was from Chicago who did go through a similar uh trial and tribulation on top of that you know on the flip side when you go over to Ryan Fest he was accusing Spike of you know, not being in touch with what's happening in Chicago right now, not having more people from Chicago in that movie. And on top of that, he, he was alleging uh, to saying how he asked multiple artists from Chicago, including Common, Kanye West, and Chance the Rapper, to be a part of the project. Uh, but when they read the script, they didn't like it. And uh, Ryan Fest 
alludes to him being approached with the script as well. He said he didn't like it because he thought it was exploitative. And uh, on top of that, the only other rapper from Chicago who's in the film currently is Vic Mensa, who's an up-and-coming artist. Um, so he kind of, we don't know like how much truth is behind that. That's just, that's just hearsay at the, at the time being. So from an artistic standpoint, I don't mind an artist kind of borrowing you know memoirs from the past, like a Shakespeare or something like that, and trying to modernize it because many people have done that in the past. Uh, however, I do feel it is important to be sensitive towards certain matters if you know enough time hasn't been alleviated yet and i feel like that may be an issue with spike in this film that people are accusing him of like you know just attacking the issue while it's still hot and apparently in the eyes of Rhymefest, uh people were saying how the whole Chirac thing, it was starting to die down just a little bit, but then he's kind of re- reinvigorating it. Reinvigorating the stigma and the, exactly. and the violence. And as far as, you know, from a box office standpoint, it did get released and only, it, I think it debuted at number 13 and only made, you know, just over a million dollars as well. So, again, not many people are gravitating Chance towards it. Always had, I also had something to say about it. But the other thing that I was speaking of, I was thinking about a friend about this. I'm like, there's not much Spike Lee can do because he could have made a growing up in the hood movie which we all see movies from the 90s, like Man Society, Boys in the Hood, South Central, whatever it is, and they always teach you a lesson, but the lesson is only heard by the few. Mm-hmm. The majority of the watchers just watch it because it glorifies the violence, yeah. which also would have got a lot of slap, especially in this generation where everybody's on social media and everybody now has an opinion and everybody's more conscious and everybody is also more sensitive. Mm-hmm. So there is that. Um, so there's not much he could have done. No matter which way he tried to get it, would have been bad. Mm-hmm. I think issues like this are better touched on after they have been buried. Mm-hmm. It's hard to touch on these issues as they are going on. It doesn't exactly work. A lot of great movies that have been done have been done after everything has been buried and settled, not done as they were going on. And it also gives the nostalgic feeling as well. Like if we did an NWA movie as NWA was being NWA, mm-hmm. nobody really give a shit, right? So it kind of be like a behind-the-scenes list of a movie. So I like Spike Lee. Um, I, I grew up on Spike Lee movies. My brother always had me watching them from Do the Right Thing to Jungle Fever to Crooklyn to everything. I love Spike Lee, man. I think that Spike Lee, Spike Lee does still make movies today. They're not as politically Afrocentric conscious as they were before. But I think it's hard for Spike Lee to make those movies, mind you, because he's been so removed from the new hip-hop culture that has been instilled, right? Mm -hmm. Back in the 80s and 90s, Spike Lee was fresh out of Brooklyn, fresh out of college. He was able to make these movies first-hand approach. It's harder for him to make them now. Spike Lee has been way far removed. He's been rich for 20 years, nothing against that. But you're no longer touching the people as you were before. I'm not saying Spike Lee shouldn't make more black movies. He should, but he should be more particular with the ones that he makes. I don't think this was a good choice. I probably might see it just so I can see what the big fuss is about. Mm -hmm. But at this point, I'm not really co-signing it. I kind of agree with everybody else who's on the other side of Spike Lee right now. That's just my personal opinion. All right. And overall, I feel like we should only judge how the movie is portrayed once we actually see it, because you don't, because if you do, if you're just judging based on the trailer and what other people are saying, then it makes you ignorant at the end of the day. Agreed. So I feel like, however, which way you want to see it, bootleg in the theater, whatever way, as long as you see the movie, then and only then can you judge for yourself, rather than just relying on the ear and mouths of other people. Uh, so on that note, we're gonna go to a quick commercial break. We're gonna play some more clips, tunes for you, and when we get back, you know, whether our remaining panelists come or not, we will. You know, commence with the top five countdowns. So keep it locked. This is Cool Radio. We'll be right back after these messages. Yeah. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're now tuning to the sounds of CFRE Radio 91.9 FM and on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Cool. And welcome back to Cool Radio. I still got my man, Jay Cream in the building. Say what's up. What up, man? Jeez. You, you already know it. And uh, we are still waiting on our remaining guests, Goliath Paul and Javoni Thomas. They will be here shortly. But Drafting in- crazy out there. But it, it, it must be, man. Gridlock to the max. But for the time being, the show must go on. So on that note, um, Jay Kareem, it's time, man. It is time to kick off the third annual, the the uh, the grand doors, I like to call it. it. My dude, it's time for the yes special, man. Let's get into that right get now. It. Y'all already know, man. Y'all already know. Yes, three is, is what we like to call it. Year-end special. We do this each year. This is the third time that we're doing it. And as I said at the top of the show, we will be breaking down the best moment, which we already did. Also, top five singles, top five albums, top five artists, and also top five wanksters of the week. So let me break down to you what's going to happen on the show. So first and foremost, there will be controversy. Indeed, indeed. There will be some upsets. And quite possibly, there may be some feelings hurt. No, there will be some feelings hurt. Now, let me tell you what's not going to happen. Um, There will be no holding of the tongue. There will be no holding back of any kind whatsoever. No! 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 And there will be no shortage of jaws dropping. No! 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 Trust me, he would you would enjoy this. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, until our guests come here, we're, we're, we're going to go in on this right now. So to get things warmed up, let's start off with the top five singles, all right? So I'm going to give you my first list, and then I'm going to let you go in on your list, and then we'll exchange back and forth as to why we put uh, these singles on our list, all right? <clears throat> so at number five, I have Glory, Common featuring John Legend. At number four... I have Classic Man, Jadena. Number three, Back to Back, Drake. All Right, Kendrick Lamar. And number one, I have Hotline Bling, Drake. Um, Jay, what is your list? It's similar, but better. Let's get into it here. Okay. Okay, number five. I got my boy, Brampton Own, West End resident, Terry Lane, say it. Tory Lanez, your dumbass about Terry. My heart hurts. My heart hurts. I hope that wasn't on the fucking camera. I could only pray. You were filled with that. No! You were filled with it. No! No! We're going to be filled on that. Pretend like it never happened. You know when you trip in front of the girl you like and you just walk off and dust yourself off? Uh Uh-huh. That's how we're going to do it. Dust yourself off on a Swiffer. I'm sorry. Okay. Number four. I do got Jadena Classic, man. Okay. Okay. Oh, same spot. Okay. Number three. I got Kendrick Lamar, Black of the Berry. Number two. Not mad at that. Not mad at number that. Number two, I got Drake, Hotline Bling. Okay. And you know my number one. I got that back to back. Wow. So you have Drake at, you have Drake literally at back to back. And I don't even like Drake like that much, but I have to give okay. respect, 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 respect. Okay. So let me give you the reason for, 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 for my top five singles list. So Glory, 
of with Comedy John Legend. That was a big record for like the, the first quarter of the year, basically. Sure. That was Oscar-nominated. It was Oscar-worthy, but didn't win it. But whatever, that's another story for another day. Um, and basically, it was coupled along with a huge movie that came out earlier this year in Selma. And that will most likely win a Grammy. If it doesn't win a Grammy, then someone's getting their head kicked in. I guarantee that. But that's definitely a song that's going to win a Grammy. He should. Um, but that's definitely one of those songs that keeps Common and John Legend within the lane of relevancy, basically. Especially for Common, him being you know a rapper in his late 30s, early 40s, possibly, and this being a young man's game. So he's just keeping himself relevant, even you know within a separate market, maybe in a more adult, more mature market, which Similar is always with fine. John Legend, too. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Uh, number four, I went with Classic Man because that record was big, man. I loved it, you know? Like, that's one of those records where you may see a shift and change uh, within the hip-hop culture. Maybe like not... Change clothes, Jay-Z. Something like that, yeah. It's not going to be instant, but there's at least it's at least going to start somewhat of a cult following. I feel like it has that type of presence, that type of vibe. I haven't heard much from Jadena, but I know far too well that that song is big. That song is big. Like, it had some relevancy throughout the entire year. Back-to-back back from Drake, I mean, that's almost damn yourself explanatory. Like, like, that track is huge, man. I mean, at first it just started off as a simple diss record, but then it manifests itself into a hit. Like, clubs all over the damn place couldn't even, like, def- like they could not get away without playing that record. So I had to add that in there. Um, number two, all right, Kendrick Lamar. That song had a lot of staying power. You're talking about a song that got released out in March. And still to this day, you know, in the current year that we're in right now, or, or current month, rather, in December, it's still big, it's still popping, especially when you take into account all of what's happening within America as far as, um, you know, racial relations go. And then Hotline Bling from Drake, number one, it's self-explanatory. Like, it's meme-worthy, it's breaking, it's breaking charts. There's not much more you can say about that. Man, I, I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm going to give you mine. I'm going to explain it the way I would have done it. Okay. I see Goliath has his. I see Gev's just KK, you know, I was about to intro them in, but then you kind of spoiled that. They ran in front of the camera. So, first and foremost... Leave no! that shit to me. No! <laughs> no! And secondly, no! ladies and gentlemen, uh, two of our panelists have arrived. Uh, my man, Goliath Paul, artist. You know, whoa. You already know. And of course, my man, uh, Javoni Thomas. I ain't got a sick intro like that, but what up? It's all good. It's all good, man. Ladies and gentlemen, artist and also uh, executive are in the building right now. So now that our panel is complete. It is time to get into what they chose for their top five singles since we're already in that right now. So, Goliath Paul, please give us your top five. Yo, yo, yo. Okay, my, so my top five singles, um, I got to go with King Kunta, uh, Kendrick Lamar. The okay. reason why I say that, obviously, because he released that album and that was, uh, you know, that single is not typically a hip-hop what everybody was expecting. Mm-hmm. So that kind of like set him apart from everybody else and started his Grammy stuff. Um, I can't feel my face the weekend uh, because that's more of a pop record. He's moving away from his, um, you know, that depressed type, uh, slow type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and he's getting a lot of fans for it. He's becoming more poppy. Mm-hmm. Um, Hotline Bling, Drake, obviously, you know, whatever he touches is gold, mm-hmm. Midas Touch. Hello, Adele, because whatever she does is... You know, and uh, here by Alyssa Cara, the girl from Brampton. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty big song. Yes, I'm um, glad you mentioned that. Yeah. I think a lot of people are forgetting about that. Nah, man, I stuck to hip hop records, but I want people to take notice to that, man. Another mm-hmm. Brampton resident. I respect that, man. 
Yo, yeah, at least he got it. her name right. <laughs> the man called Tory Lanez Terry. Can you believe that? Do what I can, man. Yo, I'm Gev, own that. Gev, give us your top five, man. My top five, you know, Drake, 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 Drake. I'm kidding. Yeah. Top five singles. You, you literally could make an argument and say Drake, 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 Drake. <laughs> top five, you got to give it the hotline bling. You know, uh, he, he really put it down on that. You know, that, that was a slow burner when it first dropped in the summer. You know, uh, if you guys heard it on the radio, they only played it late at night. I thought nothing of it. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I remember hating on him, being like, yo, what, what is this? What is that? Yeah, yeah. And this man dropped a video on it, and he turned that into fire. So he did. Like, like, yo, shout out to him for turning something into nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, My Way by Fetty Wap. I'm sorry, guys. I had to give it to it. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I don't like the song. I can't stand the uh-huh. song. Shawty, <laughs> what you come my way? Got I got something to say? <laughs> Sounds like he's busting an internal. I thought out. it was a parody record when I first heard it. I was like, yo, this is not real. This can't be life yeah, right like, now. Like, like, you I'm can't actually remixing the same song over yeah. and over and over and over again. Like, uh, uh, yo, shout out to the producer. Obviously, you getting paid on, what, on that hook over and over and over and over yeah. again. But you got to give it to my way. You know, he, he spawned a whole generation of Fetty Wap fans. You know, he grew some dreads over the week, over the year. So, yeah, yeah. Shout out to him on my way. Um, what else I got here? Um, Hello by Adele mm-hmm. for breaking every record known to man for, and mm-hmm. for keeping Hotline Bling from number one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> held them down. You know, it, it sounds like just like every other track Adele has, but you know what? She, she broke the rules. She, she didn't let it stream. She didn't pre-release it and mm-hmm. she still made it number one. So, you mm-hmm. know, you, you, got, you got to shout that to her. She made the people wait. She did. Yeah. Back to back, you know. That's it. And the man got a Grammy for a diss record. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> how, if you're Meek Mill, how do you feel? I was saying, right yeah, that's the most disrespectful you shit I You can't feel good. Yo, you, you can't feel good. You, you really, really can't feel good about that. But, you know, shout out to Meek. He was in court today crying about, you know, not wanting to go to jail, not being a real gangster. But, you know, shout out to him. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> Yo, man. You're it, waiting for you. Still waiting, man. Still waiting, man. And, and last but not least, sorry, don't kill me, bad blood. Oh, really? The Taylor Swift record? Yes. Oh, wow. Honestly, I'm not mad at him. I, I thought we were sticking just hip-hop, so I picked all hip-hop records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm not mad at him. That's what Jake's saying this no. right now. No, I mean, Justin. You know, what? <laughs> you know I, I, I did try to keep with the urban theme, but you know what? Yeah. What has become... It, Music isn't just one thing anymore, right? Mm-hmm. It, like urban uh-huh. isn't just urban. So like to the fact, and, and that's why I, I put Taylor Swift. I'm glad you touched mm-hmm. on that because that, that's really bridging something. Back in the day, someone who's just as clean cut as Poppy and like American sweetheart like Taylor Swift mm-hmm. would never hang out with somebody to put on a track called like King Conte and, yeah. and, and like has dreads and, and, and represents yeah. that life. So, you and know what? Yeah. That, that, that's why I have to put it up there because yo, that's really showing like what what our industry has come to where America's mm-hmm. sweetheart. Can be with like Compton's meanest, yeah, and it put out a record and no one say nothing about it. So, shout yeah, this out is coming from the record executive folks. It's why I got every individual in here for their own individual perspectives. I'm a mastermind when it comes to this. So, on that note, let's get to the next uh, the next category. So, we have top five albums. Okay, so I'm start off with my five and then give my reasons as to why, and then we'll just go around in the circle basically. So, top five albums. So, at number five, and mind you, I kept mine all the way hip hop. Um, number five. Content from Dr. Dre. Uh, number four, if you're reading this, is too late from Drake. Uh, number three, the documentary from the game, or documentary part two, I should say. Um, number two, the incredible true story from Logic. And number one, to pimp a butterfly from Kendrick Lamar. Now, I gave uh, Dr. Dre the number five slot just because it was his first album in like, what, like 13 years, I think. And basically, it caused a stir uh, within the hip hop community because at the same time, uh, Straight Outta Compton just came out, and on top of that, 
a lot of the artists who were on this album actually kind of like held their own weight. There are a few guys who were kind of forgettable, and it was mostly like the veteran guys who didn't really have like that great of verses. But then you had a lot of the fresh guys like Kendrick Lamar who dominated all three of the tracks that he was on. You had someone like John Connor who destroyed. Like, the only two tracks that he was on, but he killed it. Marshall Ambrosius was on, like, half of the album just doing harmonizing and vocals. Uh, he had a new guy by the name of Anderson Pock, who was a singer, and, like, he made his presence known as well. He has a very unique, distinct voice, so look out for him as well. And then on top of that, you had someone like Snoop Dogg kind of felt a little bit more reinvigorated. There are times where, like, I didn't even recognize that it was Snoop on the track because he just he was just rapping with a different flow. He sounded a bit more hungry. So overall, I appreciated the efforts of all the artists that were on, the, on that record as well. And Eminem had a dope verse on Medicine Man. In my opinion, that should have been what I Need a Doctor should have been like because I Need a Doctor was kind of corny as hell in my opinion. Medicine Man was dope. So that's the reason why I put Compton on there. If reading this is too late, I mean, it was a, it was a good album, but to me, it, I didn't put it any higher because to me it was just a mixtape. Like there was nothing on that record that made me realize why he named it. If you're reading this, it's too late. Like it wasn't well, really. We know why he named no, song wise, song wise, song wise, it wasn't telling a story. But we all know why he named it. You respect him more than future. Say what? You respect him more than the future. Of course I do. Come on, what kind of dumbass question is that? Anyways. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, like that's the main reason why I put that on there. Uh, but overall, it, it has some bangers on it. I liked it. It was dope. It was cool. It, like, again, shattered records. So good for him on that. The documentary, too, from the game. Holy crap, where has this game been for the last 10 years? Like, he really stepped it up. I'll say this. He's been slacking on like the last two or three albums that he's had. But this one, he sounded a lot more hungry. The production was on point. Um, he kind of did his. Thing where he likes to mimic other artists as well, but he kind of toned down on that on this album a little bit. But for the most part, I liked it. And then number one, or sorry, number two, uh, Incredible True Story from Logic. This was a sleeper album. Not many people are talking about this. A lot of people see Logic as more of like an underground cat, but this guy signed to Def Jam, but Def Jam's not really pushing him. And he created a constant album about his album kind of being one of the last great albums to come out, you know, before the world kind of ended, basically. So you would have to listen to the album to kind of get the concept of it. But it's kind of an album that you can listen to as like a new backpack fan, but also as like a traditional hip hop fan as well. It kind of bridges the gap. And he also shows his versatility as an artist, basically. He doesn't just do hip-hop. He can actually sing as well. So he has a lot of good offerings on that. And then number one, to pimp a, to pimp a butterfly, Kendrick. The rest is history. Like, that was the best album of 2015. Like, it came out in March. It still has staying power to this day right now. Like, there's nothing topping that, in, at least from the rap context. So that's my take. Uh, Gam, your top five. No government. Who? By who? <laughs> no government, sir. Goliath <laughs> Paw. <laughs> okay, so uh, actually, I, I like your list, but I don't. I don't like. Well, I guess you kept it hip hop, but I don't agree with um, the games album. I didn't like that one. Oh, okay, okay, um, fair enough. Everything else was good. Logic was really dope. I listened to that last weekend. Mm -hmm. um, but here, here's mine. I, I, I went a, you know, I did the pop thing as well. So uh, number five, Rodeo by Travis Scott. And the only reason why <laughs> I put this one on there is because out of like the leaders of the new school, these young kids who are like kind of uh, hipsterish or whatever, <laughs> you, you know that that new look that they're all trying to. I don't even know what they call it, but like, but like Travis Scott, he's like the leader of all of them. So um, no, but his album was pretty dope. I, I really liked it and. <laughs> No, sorry, I wasn't feeling that. I wasn't feeling that. Good for him. Listen, that kind of rap that he's trying to do, and those kind of kids coming up, you know, that's what these kids like. And he's 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 their leader. So 
Everybody loves him. I think he's going to be a big force next year and the next few years to come. He's going to be one of the top ones. Um, to Pimp a Butterfly, Kendrick Lamar, obviously, because he just shattered everything that hip-hop is supposed to sound like. Mm -hmm. And he made it work and showed everybody what he's really worth. Mm -hmm. um, I said Beauty Behind the Madness by The weekend because he totally went out of his lane. Still kept his original sound, but he's still doing... Uh, he, he went a, lo a lot more pop and got a lot more fans. And like you, you can see he's trying to... He's changing right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to see what, what he comes up with. I, I think he's the biggest pop star uh, of right now. So mm -hmm. And he can only get bigger. Uh, Purpose by Justin Bieber, and the only reason why I say that—that that was is because an early one, wasn't it? No, this came out this year. Like how? Like how? Early, like November. or no? Like a later, a later one is what yeah, I said. Yeah, yeah. That came out like one. what last it month or something? Dropped. Yeah, it just, just dropped. Okay, you know you have that album. No you're still putting it on your top five. <laughs> I put on, listen. This is why I put it on my top five. One because Jeez. it sold like a mother effer. You too. Two, two because listen, Justin Bieber. We're all older than him, and we he came up like a young kid. Everyone's like, oh, Justin Bieber, blah, blah, making fun of him. Mm -hmm. But tell me now, he's not making mature music that we can all rock to. I don't not. He I don't definitely mind listening is. to Justin Bieber definitely. anymore. I, I'm gonna say this, man. I feel he's like making he, mature music. I feel like he was a better singer when he was younger than he is right now. I feel like puberty kind of took like the wrong toll on him. You like that yeah. squeaky little kiddish voice he had? Like, okay, but right now, like he can't really harmonize that well babies, though. Like, it, like he baby, sounds. Baby, it's, baby, like it's, he's not picking. He's not oh, picking baby, like the crazy baby. songs that he did when he was a kid. I know, but I'm just saying, like vocally, like his range him. is kind of dwindled down a little bit. Like it sounds very, very faint in my yeah, opinion. He's, he's not singing as crazy as before, that's for sure. But hey, that's his style. And obviously, the number one album, I have to go with Adele because mm -hmm. she came out of nowhere and broke every record in the book, so can't hate on that. All right, then. Uh, Gev, it is on you, man. Your top five albums of the year, please. Top five albums of the year. Whether you agree with the mixtape or not, if you're reading this too late, you know, honestly, if that's a mixtape, it just goes to show how far ahead Drake is of everyone else. Because that had some album quality and then some. It was, and what I love most about it is he used a lot of local producers. That was that was that was that put rate. on for a lot of his homies, a lot of his friends, a lot of the people that he can't put on his main projects. Mm -hmm. So shout out to him for that, and shout out to him doing it like Beyonce, and shout out to him for being the first rapper to go platinum off of something he didn't even promote. Fair enough. So you, you got to give it to that. Um, obviously, but I, I, I got to give it to Kendrick just so the hip hop heads would be happy with it. Um, mm -hmm. I, I support what Kendrick's doing. I. I, I like the realism he's putting behind. You don't like the album? I. I <laughs> <laughs> no! You don't like the album? No. He doesn't. I, I, I support what Kendrick's doing. I, I support him wholeheartedly. You know, I, I rock with Kendrick. You know, I, I, I see. I, I see you've had media training. <laughs> he's doing it all off the cool. stats. I, I'm not doing it off the stats. I, I, I just, I, just, I. I'm not, I'm not a Kendrick Lamar fan, I, I'm, but I'm a fan of what Kendrick does, I'm a, and I'm a fan of Kendrick music, I'm just not a Kendrick Lamar fan. And that's no hate, you know, you don't have to be a fan of everything, I, I, I just, for one reason or another, I, I've never been a Kendrick Lamar fan, I probably will never be a Kendrick Lamar fan, but I'm a Kendrick Lamar supporter, I, I support everything he does, I support what Top Dog does, and shout out to everyone out there doing their thing, but it's not, it's not me, it's not for me. Okay, so so let me ask you, like, what is it about Kendrick that you're not a fan of? Because I'm kind of curious. You, you see, and I've never been able to put my, my thumb on that, right? Like, what is it about Kendrick that I just don't like? And, and I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. I, I have I have absolutely no clue. Maybe his style. Maybe, maybe it's his style. Maybe, maybe I just don't like conscious rappers. Fair enough. That's how everyone's taste. Yeah, I want to hear that booty shaking music. Twerk it. Drop no, it. Boy, here you go. <laughs> uh, that was number three on your list, correct? That was number okay, three so on my list. Okay, so what's remaining on yours? Uh, Hello, I, I know this is supposed to be hip hop, but mm -hmm. I, again, you know, 
don't be surprised if he does. She does a feature with Drake and makes that hip hop. Mm-hmm. Why, why is Hello there? Just like Yam said, they they Goliath. Paul, my apologies. That's where you started, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill y'all. <laughs> she, she didn't go the digital marketing route. She she literally broke all the rules that that, that came with it. And if you listen to the album, it's absolutely beautiful. By the time it's done, you be calling your mom, your grandma, everyone, like mm-hmm. wish, wishing them like you know you were there for them type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but more so, it. She followed all the standard rules that the industry are now telling you don't exist no more. Mm-hmm. All the things like the pre-promo, the things like going out there and hitting it and, and not really being around for a year and a half. Like mm-hmm. she literally took a break to have a family. And that goes against every rule they tell you now. You want, as an artist, they say, you break, you better stay on the road or you're done. Mm-hmm. Well, she didn't. And guess what? Mm-hmm. You know what our concert just did, right? There you go, man. Four dates back to back in Toronto sold out 20 minutes. Two Stupid days back-to-back. numbers. <laughs> They're selling those tickets for $2,000 a pop right now. Stupid numbers. Uh, stupid, stupid numbers. Um, you guys are going to laugh at this one, but I'm going to give this one to Machine Gun Kelly. Why? Because oh, my God. I never thought, I never thought he dropped another album. I'm done. I'm an MGK fan. I'm an MGK fan. He hasn't done anything. He has not done anything. I was with him until then. All the way. Oh, my God. Wow. Hold on. Listen to that album. MGK has done nothing. Wait, wait, wait. Best release he's ever had, man. This but hold on, okay, best for him, good. Yo, but independent, in come on, man. like Drake had a better album than him. What? In the, in the offense, I haven't heard the album. Exactly. DS2 is better than that. Exactly. Okay? Don't, whoa, whoa, don't go that far. Hold up, now you're dissing. I'll almost <laughs> go that far, and I don't even like Future. <laughs> now you're dissing. Now you're dissing. Now you're dissing. Jay, what's your top five? Man? I'm all flabbergasted about this guy. Right, yeah, let's get it. I had some ties on here. So number five, it was a split. Y'all are gonna hate me for this. It was a split between the Tory Lanez album. No, I'll stop. Explain. Stop. I'll explain. Can I get into it? <laughs> we let you mention machine gun. Right now, right? <laughs> we get into this right now. Violation. Jeez, it was a split between um. You're really from Brampton, eh? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Trying to be proud about it too. I'm trying. Mike, this man's from Brampton too. Don't let him confuse you. I know, right? I was about Don't to say, yo. Fletcher yeah, Lanez. It was a split between the Tory Lanez album. And also a split between um, J. Cole. Now, the reason why, you know I'm a J. Cole fan. I only put J. Cole number five because the album did come out end of 14. So I couldn't really give J. Cole a higher number. It would be insulting. But I love this J. Cole album. If this was 2014, I'd have it number one, but I can't. So I'm going to leave it number five. Tory Lanez is only there because, yes, I'm trying to support the hometown. But also, you got to remember, this is an artist solely from a small town like Brampton, who came out with a song, Say It. Yes, he used a nice little sample, but at the same time, this is like, what is it, top five on the billboard? Like, I can't figure that out. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we have to go research that. Yeah, I saw that, that today. I, I, saw that, I, saw I saw that too. What? Yesterday. I, I, what, I, I Billboard 100 or top five? Like, when I saw yeah. that, I hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it top five? One, is it like top 100? Or is it top rap records? I think it's 100. I don't think it's rap records. And the whole thing is like, I don't really hear it on the radio here, uh-huh. but I know everybody loves it. Like, I drive through my city. It's in cars. But I don't hear it on the radio. That's why I'm shocked. Like, I don't hear it like I hear the weekend on every radio station. Mm-hmm. Known to man. Uh, second... I had to go with... Or you uh, mean number four, right? Sorry, number four. You know what I mean. Yeah. Number four. I had to go with... It was between The Game uh-huh. and The weekend. Okay. Now, The Game, I have to admit, since the first documentary, this is a nice fucking album. It's true. I can't even lie. Like, this is a nice album. There's some track I don't like, but it's a nice album. I know you're about to get on some shit. He lost <laughs> me so much, I didn't even bother listening to it. And you know, you know what? I feel that. The same way you feel about the game is the same way I feel about Lupe. Fuck him. <laughs> wow. Lost me, lost me so much. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. That's lost what's me. Up. This is why when he was talking about Kendrick, he said, I don't give a fuck. No! I've lost the will no! to give a fuck about Lupe. No! God damn. I gave a fuck no! for so long. You know, 
You know that girl that be dating that guy for so long, you just keep dogging around. She's like, fuck it. I feel like that bitter girl on Facebook right now. <laughs> fuck Lupe. I don't give a shit. She's been talking too much shit too often. It ain't delivered. Exactly. Uh, when it comes to the weekend, though, I don't even like the weekend. I thought music was depressing. This is the first whole album I actually took in. I was like, I like it. It has a concept. The, the production is nice. He's actually saying shit. I actually like it. I took it in front to back. Take it in, it's actually nice. Okay, I'll stop with the doubles. I'll get to the singles now. Number three, I had Logic. Okay. I just took in the Logic album about a month ago. I just personally bought it last week. Took it in front to back. I love the concept. I've never seen it done before. True. I love the story. I love the cameos he has going in and out to tell the story. Reminds me of a Kendrick, but it's about space. You can't get mad at that, man. He's pushing the envelope, and I like it. He's still underground. I think it's mostly because of his sound and his content. Mm -hmm. No conscious rappers don't get no love. True. Uh, number two, Drake. If you're reading this, it's too late. Now... Same thing Gev said. I'm not even going to try to reiterate what he said, but it's the same shit, man. Like, you got to applaud the man. I find Drake does shit and nobody sits there and claps. Everybody claps for somebody else. Nobody, At least nobody in this city claps. We know that. What are you talking about? What? No, in the world, in this city, nobody claps. Yeah, Toronto forever be hating on Drake. Nobody I don't know about that, man. This city. In the I world, they clap. I think maybe around the, the hip-hop people. Exactly, yeah. It depends on what, what that, audience, yeah. Drake it depends on what audience, saying is yeah. respect the man like, for coming out with a mixtape and having it be that. Like, when it's a casual no, fan, then they're all over it. If it's like a hip-hop crowd, then it's like it's almost 50-50 in the sense. Like, like, hip-hop crowd, we're going to scrutinize him more because we know what he's doing. We know the background, and we, you know, yeah. there's a lot of... In between, but mm -hmm. um, I usually don't like every Drake album. I did like this one. I didn't like that future shit. I, I like I like two tracks off it, but I, I liked it. And number one, uh, yeah, I have to go with the Kendrick Lamar to Pimp a Butterfly. Word. It's self-explanatory. You uh -huh. can't even touch that. Like everyone said, he's changing the end. You can't touch it, man. There's nothing to really say about him. It was a risky move, but he pulled it off. He did. It was he a did. Risky move. I feel like I feel like the fact that he has Dr. Dre back him and what happened. I happy. felt like I was listening to a Malcolm X sermon the whole time. You 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 what? I felt like I was listening to a Malcolm X sermon the whole time. Oh wow, this, like this guy doesn't not want to learn at all, man. <laughs> I want to learn, but I don't want to learn from dudes who he wants who to sell one, who sell, want to sell one thing at the same time. Hit playing a song called uh, uh, what, what was that? What's that first track he did with Drake, Two Chains, and all of them? Oh, um, oh problems. problems. Yeah. Okay, but he was featured on the record. It wasn't his record. Yeah, that was his record. No, it wasn't. No, that was, that was, was Asap Rocky's record. Rocky. Was that, whatever. Yeah. The point being, though, like, Either, okay, you know what? I, I think he started Tupac being painted. Tupac did the same thing. I, exactly. Like, I, but I, you know what? Pac was crazy enough that even though he was being a G about oh, it, at all yeah. times, you, rec you hold recognize hold on, hold on, hold on. that, yo, he meant that. I got this. I got this. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I hate it when one artist does like a particular brand of music very well, but then the minute they cross over to something else, then they get branded as a sellout or a fake or whatever. At the end of the day, you're an artist. You have the right to express yourself in any form or fashion. So just because the majority of, uh, of Kendrick's content is perceived as conscious doesn't mean he's obligated to fam. do con conscious. No, it's, it's real talk though. Even if you listen to Section 80, even at the end of that record, he says that he's Don't not the next... Work. Right? You've got to get this work. No, no, but yeah, even I want to hear work. But even at the end of the record, <laughs> at the end of the section 80 record, he prefaces everything by saying that he's not the next socially conscious aware MC. And so that right there tells you that you should expect more from him than just black power, black power, I'm black and the you black, I'm black, no, yo. He's playing that. He's playing that. He's playing that. And I don't like my emotions being played and toyed with. I, I, I want a booty rapper that's just being real with me. If I want to go to church, I'll go to church. I don't need my hip hop artist preaching consciousness to me because I know they lying. I know the second they get off, wow. that they're rolling up their backwards and sipping on they lean and being their wife. So like, don't, don't be telling me nothing about no nothing. So, okay. So, so hold on. So what kind of Tupac uh, do you like? Do you like keep your head up Tupac or do you like I get around Tupac? I like both of Tupacs. Okay. So 
then what's wrong then? So that's what's wrong then? It's the same shit. Tupac was a different breed. Okay, I just don't buy what Kendrick is selling. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I just don't buy what Kendrick is selling. See, that's how it comes down. Why the fuck you lying? Thank you. Why you always lying? I just don't buy what he's selling, man. I'll say this. The only thing I didn't like about the album was that Pac skit at the end. I thought that was corny. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my God. Stop fucking lying. But now here's the thing how what I hate though. I hate when people say, oh yo, Pac did this, Pac did that, he was over stuff. Why are you even giving him that? Okay, but, giving him that. okay, but you did mention it the first time around. No, y'all mentioned Pac. No, no, I, you I, did. I you mentioned it. I bought a Pac. I bought a Pac. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, Either don't, way, don't I hate it when the legends get a pass, but they're so new and current. We always have to like poke a stick at him at the end of the day. Hey, Why man, is that? I, I respect what he's doing. I respect the fact that the Grammy's trying to make up to him by trying to award him for every Grammy known to man. But like, They need to because I, they messed up when they gave the award to Macklemore. They did. I knew that Good Kid Nasty was the best the album in the you, know, you know what? Back then, at least Macklemore didn't deserve it. But at the same time, I don't know. I don't buy what he's selling. I don't know. It, it might be ignorant. It might be arrogance. Maybe I'm the only one who doesn't see it, but I don't see it. Everybody has he, he's, he's a great artist. He's obviously an amazing performer, and maybe he's a great person. But the Grammy does need to be legit at the times when it's time to be legit. Like, don't, don't, don't not give an award to the man and then give him 10 awards the next year. Yeah. Like, they're basically doing the same thing I did to Taylor Swift. Kanye Dister next nah. year, every award. It's it's like just give awards when they are well deserved. Exactly. Don't overcompensate the following years and throw everything at them because then somebody else is pissed off. You yeah. Deserved every oh, Grammy, Grammy this year, Drake. Okay, Drake deserved every Grammy this year. Why? Probably because does. numbers talk. Numbers talk. Numbers talk. And, yeah. and fans don't get up and they don't buy nothing that they don't like. So are we going to agree with the vast majority of people out there? Because money talks. See, I can talk all the crap and say I support you all I want, but I don't really support you till I go out of my way to give up something to show that support. Okay, by the end of the day, Drake got nominated for like five Grammy. So yeah, and he no should have nominated for twelve of them. I, I disagree, man. I, I think I think Kendrick getting the eleven nominations is rightfully deserved. Because that was he, like he deserves a bunch of because from a commercial from a commercial and critical standpoint, that was the strongest album of 2015. If we're talking hip hop at the very least, if we're talking hip hop album or just albums overall, that was top Kelly? five. Content and commercial huh? wise, yeah. Machine Gun Kelly. Was, I'm messing. I'm dissing. I'm dissing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the next topic. Wait, dude, we got your top five, right? That was your top five album. Yeah, or okay, cool. All right. So now we're gonna move on to top five artists. All right. So at number five, again, I kept mine all hip hop. At number five, I have Big Sean. Number four, I have Future. Number three, J Cole. Number two, Kendrick Lamar, and number one, Drake. Now I gave Big Sean uh, number five because wow. his. Dark Skies, Paradise, I think that was the name of his album. It came out early in the year in February. I like that album. And it had like three or four big hits on there. So that one I couldn't deny. Like he had, he kept the first quarter of 2015 pretty relevant as far as hip hop is concerned within the mainstream. I'm not a fan of Big Sean, but I gotta give credit to where credit's due. Boy, boy. Which brings me to my next uh, artist, um, Future at number four. Because, again, he kind of did the same thing. Not only did he come out with a Dirty Sprite 2 album, but he also came out with a double album with Drake, who is arguably the biggest rapper Shots. on the planet right now. And the trap sound is what's relevant, and he is the biggest artist within that trap category. So you're giving it to Drake. You're giving it to Future, sorry, for making nice political moves. Yes. What? Essentially. Essentially. Um, number three, I gave to J. Cole because he pretty much uh, was able to ride the momentum of his 2014 album, 2014 Four Hills Drive. He sold out Madison Square Garden twice, and this is an artist that has very little to no promotion on I, any of his projects. I absolutely love And him. still no puts out numbers, which is insane. Um, like number, J. Cole, but not oh. Drake. <laughs> what? I mean, not, but not Kendrick. Why? Were they the one and the same? They're, they're similar. Uh, similar. What? They're similar. similar. What, what, what is J. Cole doing that's activist-like? 
What? Uh, he went. To he Ferguson, went to Ferguson. He did. Yeah. And J. J. Cole See, has y- tracks. Y- y- y'all gotta be thinking about it, right? See, uh, he, he he he's clean. He's consciously enough, but he ain't really doing nothing but making good music. Okay, I'll say this. He's not. He's not as deep. Okay, but no. Okay, but hold on. But no one's. But no one's asking Jake Core, Kendrick Lamar to be political activists, though. These are just. These are just items of things that people that they like to talk about in their songs. So if if Future, no, 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 on. If Future and Two Chains want to talk about Sip and Lean or whatever, then why can't Kendrick and Jake Core talk about conscious shit? You 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 grouping Jake Core with Kendrick like I'm saying Jake Core's anything like Kendrick. Jake Core's hot. I I love Jake Core, bro. But they're very similar. You can't deny the similarities between. I'm not saying they're. I'm not saying they're twins or anything, but they're similar. Well, uh, Jay, Jay Cole talks about fucking other girls in every song and how yeah, he loves his girlfriend. That's, that's, yeah, that's what's up. But then he also talks, and he has to keep your head up track. Yeah, that's what's up. Okay. Like Tupac. So, not, not, so not how come? Malcolm X type. Okay, like, but now you're contradicting yourself. That's the style. That's the style. But you're contradicting yourself because you love Jay Cole for doing that, but when Kendrick does it, there's a problem. I don't no, no, it's the style. It's the style of how they rap. I respect Jay Cole, man. I think his argument is. It's the style how they rap. His argument is he likes Kendrick because Kendrick goes to the point which he can take. No, Jay Cole. Sorry, Jay Cole, Cole, yeah. But Kendrick goes like a bit further, and he's like, I don't and he, want, and I don't he want to. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's a technical rapper. That's he's a technical rapper. That's why. You know what? Before he dropped this album, I, you know, I said, okay, maybe this label of him being this freedom fighter is unfair on him. Like he said, I ain't this freedom fighter. Then he drops that album. I'm like, all right, you playing? Okay, but you no, but okay, but he could. But for all intents and purposes, he. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He could be inspired by all the events that took place between the time that he stopped Good Capacity up until now. Because think about it, his work has been pretty consistent. Between overly dedicated up until to Butterfly, which deals a lot of struggles that happen within inner city black communities and also just within black America in general. Section 80 talked See, about. I, I don't hold know on, hold on. Thinking about all that when I listen to music. Okay, I, I, and that's and that's fine, but you can't discredit the man though. I'm you not, you I'm can't not. you can't you can't like J Cole for doing the same thing and dislike uh, Kendrick for doing the same thing, thing though. But they're very similar though. Based on what? Based on content. What what song can you say is politically active? From yeah, J. Cole. J. Cole doesn't go. go as deep. J. Cole doesn't go as deep. Okay, but they still do it all the time. They still Where? do it. They're just the two top to conscious. Oh, okay, hold on. Deepest right song. First and foremost, do you like the song "Lights Please"? Do you like the song "Lights Please"? Okay, so basically, he does like a flip coin motion in that record. He talks about how. We all like to talk about killers. We all like to talk about the hood and gangster shit. But then at the same time, you can't help but want to sleep with this girl that's sleeping right next to you. Yeah, so, which is me. <laughs> okay. That's and, what's up. And that's why I can relate to him because that's me. You know, I'm Okay, proper, Kendrick I'm does the clean, same thing. at the same time, I'm, eh. Okay, but, but Kendrick did Maybe the same thing. No, 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 hold on, hold on. Kendrick did the exact same thing on If These Walls Could Talk. He talked about how he's he, he wants to seduce this woman. No, 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 no. He talks about how he wants to seduce the woman, but at the same time, he talks about uh, gangs and political stuff in that record as well. Exactly. And he Twine the two together. So if it's okay for J. Cole to do it, how come Kendrick you know can't it do it? It's not to that extent. It's not to that extent. You know what it is? You know what it is? He personally connects to, to a J. Cole. And that's the whole thing. You know, he feels like he feels like just like J. Cole, he is a black man with nigga tendencies. He goes to <laughs> work. To right. He goes to work and he gets his job done. But when he comes home, he likes his nuts to bust. Yeah, that's oh my God. He personally connects with J. Cole. I get it. I do too. I get it. All right, all right, all right. He likes his blunts roll. If I want to go to Black Lives Matter March, I would. Hey, just make sure you may have said the same thing to J. Cole. But nonetheless, number two, Kendrick, because he had a he had a big ass year to put up a butterfly. We already went through the whole shebang. And the number one, Drake, again, self-explanatory, speaks for itself. Uh, one of the hottest albums of the year, hottest single of the year in Hotline Bling, and then he had that epic beef with Meek Mill where he just destroyed him. So it's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, pretty self-explanatory at that point. Goliath, what are your top five artists? Uh, okay, my top five. Well, I went ahead and uh, kept it all 2015. 
with the whole pop and hip hop and all that. Uh, so number five, I have to go with Future. And the reason why I go with Future is because, like you said, he was making the right political moves, aligning himself with Drake, the number one rapper. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the whole the whole Meek beef, Meek was the number one street rapper, all that happened. And now Future just somehow slid in and took over. As So now, you know, Future is the number one street rapper, so you got to give it to him. I don't think it'll last long. Someone else is going to come take his spot. But let him enjoy while he still can, corrupting all these kids, talking about codeine and promethazine and all the other stuff. Uh, um, who else do I got here? I got uh, Drake. This is no. This is a no order. Actually, if you want an order, I got Fetty Wap next. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> my way. Fetty Wap was one of the top <laughs> artists of 2015. I know. All of the songs are on the radio. They all sound the same. I don't like the guy. All I like was Trap Queen. He just sounds like a retarded hard. slick Rick, man. Pretty I'm much. Sorry. Pretty much. But you know what? That's what they want to hear. And if that's what they want to hear, that's what I want to know. Who's that's why I said retarded slick Rick. Who's like Who's, who's they? Fetty Wap, though. I would like really everybody. Everybody. That's who. who? That's who? all they're calling into the radio stations. He's he released three of his songs were like number one, two and like four on the hip-hop uh, billboard. Um, they want to hear him, man. <laughs> right. They want that Fetty. Then I got Ed Sheeran. I got Ed Sheeran because he blew up. Re- he really blew up this year. I mean, he was pretty much a nobody last year unless you were kind of following that, Bro, that, that scene that out song. there. Yeah, and he, and he has his own style, man. I like it. You know, it's it's uh, acoustic, kind of poppy, mm-hmm. and he does this thing. You know, he's not he's not a, a overly aggressive singer. He's just a crooner. Well, no, he's not even a crooner, but you know, like playing the guitar by the fucking by the beach. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys. Yeah, and I've actually never really listened to, to Ed Sheeran before, to be honest. Only on the radio, I, man. I hear I hear a lot of this stuff about him though. Yeah, yeah, only on the radio, but yeah. And then I got Drake. We don't have to, you know, yeah. you don't have to explain. Was that, that number Drake. one? No, Drake was uh, my number two, and okay. obviously my number one is Adele. Okay, fair enough. All right, uh, Gev, your top five uh, artists. Right, I'm ready to be attacked. I'm ready to be attacked. Number five. You've been attacked this number entire five, time. I, I'm not basing this on numbers. I ain't basing this on nothing but kind of splash and impact. Slim Jesus is number five. <laughs> oh, my God. Top Shout outs to Black Jesus. No! Shout outs to Black Jesus. No! Shout outs to Goliath Pa. Yeah. Jesus, how really? is he know, a right? top five artist? Shout out, shout outs to DJ Vlad. Ladies, making this all viral? Bigger than Ladies and gentlemen, going viral. to all, what what all of you guys listening at home, Gev is playing the role of Bill O'Reilly tonight, man. Oh my God. Raven Simone. Right? You know, Raven's not dissing. I, I ain't dissing black culture. I, I represent. And I'm out you you kind of are dissing black you culture. Just Slim Jesus. You just said Slim Jesus' top five artists. Slim Jesus' icon. Yo, hip hop has come 180. The white kids now have taken it, and you know what? They're they're doing their own thing with it. They're showing how much influence black culture really has on them to the point where this man knows nothing about what he's doing with them guns, has no idea what that drill music really represents, but he's coming out here, and he did something with it, and it's blown, and he's broke himself off of that, and if that don't put you in the top, I don't know what hey. does, man. Okay, so but Drill, drill Top was a viral hit, but it's not enough to propel someone into the top. Yeah. Slim Jesus is not there, the first artist he went viral in hip-hop to live a life, to talk about life he ain't live. But he the he's first just the first though. to admit it, he's the first to which admit it. I respect. And that's real. And that's real. So that's the only thing that can give him credit. Ice Cube didn't admit it. He blew up off his artistry. He's saying, yo, Lil Zane didn't admit it. He blew up because it was funny. Tiger didn't admit it. Sorry. All right. Number number four, please. Yo, yo, you know what? He gave hope to all you basement rappers out there. Everyone basement out there rappers. trying to put their videos on YouTube and Instagram. Yo, Slim Jesus is the reason a lot of people going to make it Slim Jesus looks like okay? a white supremacist, man. Yeah, he does. But he's, he's the reason a lot of people are going to make it to 2016 in their rap career. He like, he looks like a thugged out Dennis he the Menace. 
He really looks like a fucked out Dennis Samedis. Like Caillou grew up. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Number, number four, number, like four. number four. Number four, I got to give it to Brother. The weekend, homegrown. You know, The weekend's really been out here doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's a little bit dark, but it, it's hot. I, I definitely see where Take Care came from. Shout out to The weekend. Um, and then I got to give it to my boy Drake. You know, uh, Drake been doing his thing. Uh, he's been holding it down. I, I, I know you don't count that as an album, but... Well, if you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah. But no, I count that as an album, but it's just like... In comparison to the albums that I listened to throughout the year, I felt they were stronger albums conceptually. That one didn't really have a, like a concept to it. That's my only knock against it. The tracks on there were good. It's just there's like little to no concept. It's just like a whole bunch of throwing singles together and just put it out to the masses. And for some people, that's what they like. But for me, I'm not that kind I, I, of listener. I think there was more creative genius to that than you, you're, you're really giving credit to, man. Like, I, I think if you really pay attention to how he put those words together and how he really put those stories together and then told it in a way that looked like it was coming from a perspective of a street kid from Toronto, even though it was a kid from the suburbs, mm. and, and told that and, and really gave life to the city and put out a project that really made the six a thing. And this guy changed pop culture with a mixtape. He created his like, own hashtag that now represents a whole entire city. Yeah, like, which some people don't like. Me, I'm indifferent to it. Like I don't mind if it, if it puts a positive light on to say I'm cool Toronto with it. City, yeah, supportive. whatever. <laughs> and then uh, number two, I, I know it's a cop out. I got to give this to Adele uh, again. Mm-hmm. She, she, she's making it so that majors might be more inclined to want to invest in artists again because she's proven that maybe maybe the old system isn't Real broken. Real can make it. Uh, Real artistry, yeah, because she, she, she's a real singer more than anything, but anything, she's moving numbers, doing things the way that they've been doing it, the way that when, when the industry had a ton of money, when they were willing to invest millions into artists because they could get those returns, that's the way she's doing it. So you know what, if a few other artists can do what she's doing, there'll be that much more money out there for other artists to really get a chance to really make it. So you you got to give it to Adele. And I know you all are wondering, who the heck could be this dude's number one? He's, this like, guy, he's, he's trolling hard right now <laughs> on this episode. He's trolling big time. I, you see, I ain't even trolling. I think he's I, living his life. I ain't even really trolling. I ain't really trolling. I, I got to give it to the kid. I got to give it to the, to the comeback kid, the kid that shouldn't be here right now, the kid that everyone counted was out, and, you know, he's on top right now. The Beebs. Oh, Bieber? Yeah. Oh, Justin that. Bieber. Beebs, that. bro. It wasn't as outrageous as I was expecting, guy, but, this yeah. This guy's banging Kourtney Kardashian, Kendall Jenner. There's nothing to be proud about banging a Kardashian. It just means that like, your, your career's on <laughs> yeah, life support. He's banging a Kardashian and has kids. He's banging a mom. You know, he's got to be proud. He's the first white guy to start banging a Kardashian. Like, shout yes. out to him. That's actually true. I just realized that. Actually, no, 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 no. What about the ex-boyfriend of Kourtney? The ex-boyfriend of Kourtney. He's been there way back. That's Clayback. Whatever. Jay, what's your top five, Okay, my top five, man. Uh, number five, I did a split. I got it between, I know y'all can be for this, Tory Lanez and Logic. I know y'all gonna say I'm dick riding Tory Lanez. Maybe so. Y'all can eat a dick. I don't care. I'm gonna move on quickly. Why are you so that. vulgar on this show? My goodness. Tory, answer his DMs. He's trying to get at you. I'm not right? trying to get him. I'm just trying to support Brampton, but I can see the looks I'm already getting in the room. So fuck y'all, your moms. Uh, <laughs> He's trying to get you called off the air, bro. Logic. No! I, I do no! think Logic should be lower on my no! list, but I don't think... No! No! I don't think the rest of the, <laughs> I don't think the rest of the members on my list he surpasses. But Logic is coming up nice. This is what, his second album? Second, yes. Second official album. He's doing nice. Did 130K in the first week. Off um, of a little promotion. Number four, The Weeknd. Okay. Now, the reason I said The Weeknd, like I said, Toronto needs to start clapping when the claps need to happen. Mm-hmm. This man is from Toronto. This man's song was so big, it was the main song in, what was that little sex movie? Um, oh, Fifty Shades, Shades of Grey. Yeah, man. And I know when the All-Star Weekend happens, he's going to be performing. It's going to be him or Drake. It's probably going to be him because Drake's too affiliated. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be him performing, man. You got to give it up. 
Um, other than that, I got the regular J. Cole, Kendrick, Drake in that motherfucking order. You already know it's going to be the regular three dropping down. J. Cole dropped the project last year. Like DM said, you know, we carried on the momentum. I see you moving to the mic. With no promo. Kendrick dropped his album, biggest hip-hop album of the year. It crashed iTunes when it came out, by the way. I forgot to point that out. Yep. And then Drake, of course, because he's Drake, no reason to even speak on it. Fair Man enough. dropped a mixtape and a bullshit album with a Damn. bullshit artist. And it's still and both were number it. one. Apparently the word is this it. track is gonna be Grammy nominated. Yo, somebody pray for me, Apparently the word is that if you're reading this it's too late, it was actually supposed to be a DJ drama mixtape. That that's what's uh, kinda going around right now. Let's and, pray for me, yeah, <laughs> Indeed. Rest in peace. On who, Drake? Oh, no, Meek Mill. Wow, what's happening? Oh, it's over, bro. He was in court today begging, pleading, apologizing to the prosecutor. Did he, for, did he do an Iverson? Yeah, I can't because even he's about to go back to jail. He, well, he violated his parole, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, so the judge convicted him of violating, but before that, he's on the stand crying, telling the judge, I ain't no gangster. I'm just out here trying to live. Well, you know, I'm here with my queen. Really? Yeah, that's it, bro. He, his career's over. Yo, I'll right. say this, man. Wow. Take him out of life support, bro. Out of any artist I've ever met, and DM, we grew up together, so we know a lot of dudes that have been through this situation. Church? Meek Mill is the most pussy whip nigga I've ever seen in my life. Like, I've never seen a man date a girl and literally live through her. True. It's like, it's, it's, it's like she is the one that inspires him. She breathes air every morning. Is that this a world lives, tour or your girl's tour? But he really lives <laughs> no. through her. Like, like, it's like his whole life Bars. is now about... <laughs> For the purpose following her everywhere she goes. You know what he like, is? Like this is my queen. It's like and it's like and it's like hold I on, always on. say this, man. One last thing. Okay. These relationships that are using the public eye, they usually die right away. I respect Jay Z for dating Beyonce when she was too young to officially <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> but he but he held her. it quiet for ten years. I respect Will and Jada for keeping it private. You put this shit on blast, made a video about it right away. Like Drake song. said. Like Drake said, man, you're gonna regret this ten years down the line. And it's gonna be more meek. Crying, commit suicide. He cut his dick off like the guy from Wu Tang. Meek is the most Sorry, pussy whip, man. You know, you know, what, you know who he is. He's kind of like the black Kevin Federline right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, 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 and yeah. speaking of Meek Mill, actually, I'm glad you talked about that because now, now that we've gone through the top five artists, albums, and singles, it is time for the top five wanksters of the year. So for the final time. In 2015, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Wankster of the Week. Now, as I prefaced earlier, it is Wankster of the Year. So we each have our own top five Wanksters that we're going to get to. I'll start off, and again, we'll go into the circle as we've been doing for the entire night. So on that note, let's get started, gentlemen. So at number five uh, for my top Wankster, number five... Uh, way back in May, I believe, May or June, when uh, the trailer for the reality series Only in the Six debuted. Okay, what? that's getting only when? only in the six. Where? Exactly. There you go. There you go. Where was this plane? You're asking all the right questions. Did they, did they ever do anything with that? I don't, the right I don't think they did. I don't think they did. I hope that shit never get picked up. How did I miss this? When, when, where, you know what? I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to show you. You want to see it? Yeah, Basically, okay. it's a bootleg version of Love and Hip Hop. All right. Now, first and foremost, no one even likes Love and Hip Hop. Like, no normal thinking people like that show. Oh, there's a lot of so, ratchets. Normal thinking. Preface, normal you ain't been thinking. To the States, obviously. So it's bad enough that these people try to recreate one in Toronto. And we're already trying to get away from the whole. Screwface capital, you know, stigma, what have you. So this does not need to be in Toronto. So they can take that garbage out of here. Um, number five, the associates of Suge Knight by the name of KJ Simpson, 
who attempted to start a GoFundMe program to bail Suge Knight out of jail Why do you hate when that one? he murdered somebody on camera. Self-defense. Okay. Self-defense. F out of here. Real that man, do real things, that man has been in jail so real many more times that he needed to be, all right? Real He's real a wankster for that. There are people out here sending GoFundMe Yo, programs. Nine like, lives. Shout out to Shook for keeping it real. Bro. Yo, Bona Shook Knight. Bona Shook Knight, Bona KJ, and whomever, all right? Number three. Floyd Mayweather for not only claiming that he is better than Muhammad Ali, but for also claiming that he went through more racism than Muhammad Ali. Well deserved. This is a man who had who was forced to fight in the Vietnam War just because of the fact that he was black and Muslim, and he got jailed when he declined to do so. And this guy is out here saying that he suffered through more racism than Muhammad Ali. That man caught flack for changing his name from Cassius Clay to Muhammad Ali for God's sakes. Yeah, so, that's because he wanted to avoid the war, though. Let's be serious here. Okay, but at the he same time, you okay, but at the same time you cannot deny the fact that Ali went no, through no, more racism yeah, especially sure. especially when he's coming up during the civil war or yeah, he started yeah, the civil yeah, rights yeah, yeah. era meanwhile this guy and I'm talking about Floyd has the luxury of driving in fancy cars splurging his money around like he doesn't give a shit and he's out here calling for racism no people aren't racist towards you they just think you're a dick so Floyd Mayweather you are the ultimate wankster for that number two Meek Mill, I mean, we already went down the list. I mean, he got dissed out by Drake. He got trolled on by Drake. He got trolled by everyone in mainstream pop culture era. He got dissed hard during the whole OVO festival where they did a whole montage of all the memes that came up to him. And Will Smith, the man who comes from Philly himself, was laughing at you as well. And mm -hmm. now the fact that you're going to jail and you're hiding behind the, the silicone ass of Nicki Minaj, I mean, please. I mean, you're just a waste of the entire year because of that. And number one, and this is no surprise to many, Number one wankster of the year, or wankster moment of the year, but arguably wankster of the year as well, has to go to Raymond Simone, uh, specifically because of the fact that she said that she, as a business owner, would not hire anyone with a black-sounding name, even though your bum ass has a black-sounding name, and as you said this, you are rocking a red cockatoo mohawk on your head, looking like a, a freaking... Ratchet version looking of like Foghorn. Look, no, looking <laughs> like Fog, looking like Foghorn Leghorn from the Looney Tunes. All right. The, the minute I saw her hair, I thought she was about to say it's morphing time. That's how friggin' ratchet she is. So Raven, she's getting the the wanks of the year for that, most definitely for that moment and as a whole. And just a little factoid: this woman got the wanks of the week four times throughout this year. Four. That's all I gotta say about that. Um, Goliath, your five, please. Yes, Raven is whack, but she not make my top five. Um, Fair enough. There are a lot of wanks this year. A yeah, lot of strong ones. There's a lot of idiots on this list. Okay, so my number five, it has to go to the MTV VMAs. True. And um, if y'all don't know, the last one that just aired, it was pretty much scripted all the way through from front to the back. I mean, with uh, the whole Miley Exchange Cyrus versus Nicki, Nicki Minaj. Minaj. Um, with what's her name, Rebel Wilson coming out making fun of I don't know what the uh, I think of the Black Lives City, Matter or something Black like Lives that. Matter yeah. and stuff like that. Everything was just scripted. It was all just for tw uh, for the live tweeting and the Instagram and the memes and whatever. Yeah. Totally dumb. It makes me not want to watch award shows, even be a part of these kind of award shows. The Grammys, you know, they already lost all credibility. So I mean, we really got nothing left. Uh, number four, Chester Hanks. This is Tom yes, Hanks' son, yes. this white guy. So he believes he's a rapper, and uh, he raps with one of his his boys who's uh, who's black. I don't know if they rap separately, if they're in a group. Who knows? But um, so Chester Hanks uses the N word. He likes to say it in his songs, and he believes that it's okay. He believes that in today's age, the N the N word doesn't really mean anything, and that he can say it whenever he feels like it amongst his friends, and even go ahead to say it on record because it's all about um, expressing yourself in hip hop and rap music. But what he doesn't realizes that 
this word is deeply rooted within our within black people and black culture and doesn't matter because you grew up in your little suburbs and you know mm. with all your friends and cough cough white privilege <laughs> yeah white privilege for sure you think it's okay to say in front with your guys there's some real mother effers out here that will check you just like they checked slim jesus mm-hmm. uh at the show when you do say that so you know i gotta give him number four he's dumb mm-hmm. uh number three chris brown so Chris Brown put some tweets out to Tyson Beckford when Tyson Beckford was <laughs> seen with Rihanna. <laughs> and if you if you know the history about that whole thing, anybody who takes a picture with uh, sorry not Rihanna but with Karuchi, uh Chris Brown and his booty goons online, <laughs> booty goons. they like to attack you and send you uh, send you threats. So they sent it to he sent it to Tyson Beckford saying, "Oh, you better watch yourself. I'm gonna kill you." Blah blah mm. blah, blah. Tyson Beckford re- uh, responded with. Uh, posting a video with him at the shooting range, uh, hitting, you know, marksman, whatever. So then Chris Brown cooled it. So, I mean, Chris Brown, chill out with your whole jealousy. You were the, once the number one hip-hop artist or uh, R&B, R&B yeah. artist, and now you're letting, you're letting you're the weekend the come. You. Yeah, you're letting the weekend come, take, a, take your spot. You want to be a gangster? You want to be with these rappers? Okay, say goodbye to uh, your former number one spot. Who do I got for number two? Yes, Cash Money Records uh-huh. for not submitting Hotline Bling to the Grammys. I mean, if straight it's straight hate. Yeah, that's straight hate. It's it's bad enough that y'all. I mean, you know, uh. you're losing Lil Wayne, you're losing uh, Nicki Minaj, you're losing Drake. You're not paying any of your debts. You don't care about anybody. You're trying to push Young Thug, who's a goof. Uh, there's nothing going good going on with your with your record label. And out of just to spite Drake for him releasing that uh, mixtape. You're not gonna register his thing on time, so I mean, yeah, you I guys gotta, are, I gotta come you guys on record. Maybe, maybe give a little, a little bit of uh, second opinion on, on on that record side of that. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I was looking into that. Why didn't they submit Hotline Bling? Because obviously, it's in, in Cash Money's interest. Hotline Bling gets a Grammy; they make way more money from it, right? Are they that stupid? They're desperate for money right now. And then uh, I was looking into it, reading a few different blogs, and what they're saying is, when you submit to the Grammys, if you submit too many tracks, you're watering down your votes. Hotline Bling, like I said earlier, was a slow burn. Like, when that dropped, it wasn't an instant hit. Like, he dropped it on SoundCloud, it was whatever. Were you listening to Hotline Bling in August, beginning of August? No. I was in September. Exactly, right? When the video dropped. Okay, but clearly it's when a number. It's a number. Uh, True, that, that but song, that song was hot when it first dropped. Right? Exactly, but no, it's so a, they say it wasn't. It but it was wasn't. a number it two single. It was, it was a number was. two single. It, it became, became a number it two. It became, but only after the video dropped. That song didn't get hot until the video came out. Okay, but either way, and the video didn't drop till November, and that's when they had to submit them. So they're saying that a lot of that was already done. They'd already they'd already decided what songs they were going to push. They'd already been trying to push whatever jury members in whatever direction, and then Hotline Bling took off, and then it was too little, too late. See, if this was any other record label, I'd probably agree with you, but because it's cash money their, their track happened. record proceeds it's itself true. It's true. It's true. They think about it why would they submit back to back because it's the right thing to do <laughs> <laughs> wow nah they're, they're, oh. cash money is lame, they're, they're, they're lame I'll get that a yes just, just for the sake of beak so they get my number two and my number one my number one wankster of the year has to go to this legend right here who has had his legendary status revoked we all grew up watching this man. We all idolized him at one point. At oh, least I, I know who you're talking I about. I feel like I know who you're talking about. We're talking about Mr. Hulk Hogan. 
How cold get? 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 Man, Hulk Hogan was like the number one Yo, wrestler for like 20 oh. years. Yo, F that, man. I was all about Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, The Rock, and Stone Cold. Yes. F Undertaker. I mean, sorry, F Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Hogan was before that yeah, era. Like, I, 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 I know he was. I know he was. I know he was. But even the guys in that era, like Macho Man Randy Savage was better than him. Uh, uh, Roddy Roddy Piper was, was way better than him. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was better than him, man. Come on now, man. <laughs> Bono Hogan. Bono Hogan. You know it's fake. Anyways, uh, anyways. I don't think it's a to him yet. It's a soap opera. <laughs> Anyways, for those of you who are not familiar, Hulk Hogan went on a racist That's rant. For you. That's for you. Hulk Hogan went on a racist rant dropping the N-word because his daughter was supposedly dating or going out with a black guy or something. Yeah, yeah Shout out some to the music producer. So, uh, yeah, they taped him and then they exposed him a few years later. <laughs> so the WWE, what they did was they ripped, the ripped him of his legendary status, took all his things, removed him from the Hall of Fame, yeah, removed all his merch. So basically, house. Hulk Hogan does not exist. Hulk Hogan, you messed up. Can we shout out legendary to icons in the world and you <laughs> shout out to effed it up. Hulk Hogan, we Can come we for shout you. Shout out to Booker T for being the first person to call Hulk Hogan a nigga on there. Yeah. Can we shout that out. Like, what? No, he was just the first. Or actually, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. He did. Like 96, 97. I think it was 94. 96, 96. Between 96 and 94. Good for him. Um, okay, anyways, uh, that, that's your number one, right? Okay, uh, Jeff, your my, number, your my top, top five. My top five ranks of the year, I gotta give it up. Top, number five, the little homie, the little Will Wayne, the man who coulda, woulda, but didn't. A little twist. What are, uh, you, what, what, what are you thinking, bro? What are you, what are you thinking? He's you twisting mean, them blunts. You listen to one too many Lil Wayne mixtapes and be thinking that you really bout that life. How, how are you going to get in a beef with a man over a video game and come back with goons? Mm-hmm. Bro, you deserve this 25 to life you face. I know, man, that I know that fought over a Rihanna CD. So yeah, but, but would you come back with your goons and then commit armed assault and robbery? Hey, that kid got killed over a 2K game. What's his name? Which kid? The kid that was supposed to yeah, sign. Yeah, but the man who killed him wasn't next up. The man who killed him wasn't Lil Wayne's protege. The man who killed him. He was supposed to sign with uh, Meek. Little. Oh, poor. Oh, you remember his name. Fucking the young kid. Lucky, luckily enough, he died and he didn't have to put up Dad with Dad over 2K <laughs> game, bro. That's whack. No! 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 Alright, y'all wrong for that one. Best friends with Justin Bieber, have Lil Wayne riding for him, and, and then he's gonna go out and do something goony like Lil that. Bro. Right is that Lil Twist or Lil Flip? No, that was Lil Twist. No, it's Lil Twist. Lil Flip is that white guy from the south. Okay, no, no. For some reason, I thought it was Lil Flip. No, number five goes oh to him. Oh my god. Number four goes to the Transformer of the Year, Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jesus I don't know what you think of Caitlyn. What do you think you don't support gay marriage? She is woman of yeah. the year. How are you 50% out of that closet? Like, stop she lying. is woman of the year. Th- that is woman of the year. Stop lying. I said this all we want you to cut them nuts off. She's, she's still conservative. I want, I want there, I want there to be an episode. But at the same time, though, you can't, you can't scream up for the support of everyone to support your movement and try to be a transsexual. But at the same time, you don't want to support gay marriage. It makes no sense whatsoever. She's not even a transsexual. I know, but at the same time, there's some struggles. He is a transsexual. Support them heavily. He is not a transsexual. I want there to be an episode where Chris Jenner gets a little hatchet and just cuts off the nuts, puts it in a little plastic baggie, 
Seals it up. Well, she got woman to you. Pins and it on the wall. Wait, like wait, a man. Man. Still a man. She ain't been woman for years. That's what I'm saying. It's not even a woman yet. Still a man. The nuts are he still, still there. Talks like a man. She, she says that she likes fucking women. Cut off the nuts. Like men, that she isn't Cut gay. off the nuts. Get a front. You know Show what? me the front. I, I, do you? you I support. I want to see a picture of the front. To do? Yeah. I don't support the fact that you want the front on air. You want to play it? You need to come on. Right there. I want the front. Yeah. No. Like I just think she's very contradictory in the fact that she wanted people to support her movement, but she's not going to support the gay 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 marriage movement, especially with that community. That community supports her heavily. Listen. Listen. I'm gonna drop some knowledge. Famous. That's. I'm gonna drop one quick with knowledge. Okay. If you guys remember. Bruce Jenner hit a woman with a car and killed her. Six months later, becomes a woman so he doesn't have to go to jail. Put the two and two together, Chris Jenner, biggest pimp of all time. Next. Wow, okay. Well, who's <laughs> next on your be, list? Who's next on your list, yeah, man? I, number three, you know, we, we got to give it to the unicorn. I don't know what you want to call her. Like the tra- trailer trash. Miley, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, shit. The unicorn. Like, uh, unicorn is actually angelic. Is this true though? No, unicorn because it, it can't be Tits real. Tits and a dildo like, on do you, stage. Is it true that she really said this? Like, could she really have said that Taylor Swift and Kendrick Lamar are bad influences? That's what like, she said uh, in the article. Like, 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 I, I need, I need evidence. I need to see her mom. She realized that she was like, Hannah Montana at one point in time, right? Yeah. Did she say? And now she's she on stage with dildos and and, and pocket pussy. I, I, I can't, rep- I can't, I can't respect that. It's like mm-hmm. you know, saying he's a gangster and then going to court and crying saying he isn't. Yo, be who you are. You want to be a slut. You want to. And show titties and, and, and flash and act like you don't care. Then, then, don't, then don't be throwing dirt on other people trying to do what they got to do. Don't right? throw stones at glass real. houses. Represent you. Represent you. So that, that's why she deserves that. And then number two, because he's already been a wankster and he's just adding to his wankstiness, Rick Ross. Okay? Mm-mm. Bro, how are you going to come out now against Drake and these niggas? <laughs> too little, too late. When your man really need your help, when, when, yo, when the shootout was happening, when guns was blazing, was and that nigga was calling you for backup, what were you at? Mm-hmm. You he were was... on Twitter supporting the enemy. He was, he was so feeding no, no, his... No, I'm sorry, who are you getting with the license to? Rick Ross. Oh, okay, okay, get you. For color money. Well, yo, too little, too late. Drop that. What do you, what do you mean? That's true, yo, yeah. your, When your man's called you and said, yo, there's a shootout, bring your straps, bring your guns, come out with the heavy cannons. Where were you? Are we in shots right now? Like, he was yeah, feeding his future wife. Okay, gully right now. He was feeding his future wife. Nowhere. And, and so now, now that the dust has settled, now that other mans have left, this nigga got on the bus and he showed up to beef after, and now he's popping off shots in the air. But no one's there. What are you doing? What are you doing? So, yo, Rick Ross, you've been a wankster since you were a prison guard. Now you pretend to be some drug boss. You ain't even a real boss. You don't click, bro. When your man's needed you, you weren't there, bro. Too little, too late, bro. Too little, too late. You deserve that. Number two. Only reason that I I, he don't eat number one is because yo, there's there's another dude out there. You know, used to be a DJ. He used to have substance. Niggas even used to listen to his tracks. You might drop know them bombs. You, yeah, drop drop a bomb for this nigga real quick. Right, now right. we out here gossiping, funk master flex. Ooh. The TMZ of the hip hop game. All True. this nigga doing is trying to cause beef between niggas. This Click nigga forgot about the music, bro. I actually As can't Drake sit said, through a funk master flex. All these niggas right. out here PR uh, PR stunning. They forgot like it ain't about the music. Yo, Gev went zero to hundred real quick. Like when yo, when did the Brampton come out? Like God <laughs> damn. Like he was all pristine and and well spoken and politically correct for the, like the first like fifty minutes. Told you he's I had nowhere. Jeez. I, I, don't, I, I don't sport this wankster shit. You know, be who you are. You ain't a gangster. Don't be a gangster. That's cool. But if you want to come out and act like you hard, then be hard 24-7. And then when real hard shit happens, you, you, need, you need to maintain. You need to take it like a G. You need to go under like a boss. You, you don't need to cry about it. You ain't need to run away. And you need to come back after the battle's already been. Fuck Master Flex! Psh!
I can't even sit through his rant, so it's too many bombs. Nah, Takes yo, too long. He set up, he set up the beat, Bill B for Drake, so he set that off. Yeah. Um, what was the next thing he tried to set off? Um, Jay Z. He tried to beef with Jay Z over some blog. He's always trying happen. to beef. Like, he, he's dropping shit about Drake ghostwriting. Like, come on, fuck. Yeah. He's a shit like, disturber. Yeah. Uh, like, like when did that become you? Why does that have to be you? He's making Hot 97 look real bad. Yeah, oh, yeah, real bad. Worse than Mr. C. Yeah, Wanks of the Year deserves to be good with him, and anyone else disagrees Nobody's worse than Mr. C. Hey, Flex is close, man. Flex is close. All right, Jay, you're your top The Brampton five. aficionado, Mr. Turban himself. The hero of hate. <laughs> the hero <laughs> of hate. I like that, actually. I'm actually not hating. I'm just being honest. I'm not the hero of hate. I appreciate that title, though. Okay, number five. I'm not going to touch on it too much. Floyd, Floyd Mayweather, okay? First of all, Floyd. But, okay, by him saying he's better than Ali, I'm not mad at that. Neither As a I. rapper, you're supposed to say I'm better than the best. As a ball player, I'm better than Michael. As a rapper, I'm better than Jay-Z. We know it's not true. But you're supposed to feel that way. You're, you can the feel part, that way, but don't go out in public and say, say it. Like, say what you want. He never fought a, a Joe Frazier. He never fought a boxing, George Foreman. Boxing is as much about He the never had a rumble in the jungle. The a full of Manila. Like, come on, man. My, my issue is... Yeah, yes. You can't get mad at him if the competition is not yeah. as good as him or if he's way better than the competition. But, but no, he's, he handpicks the competition because he has his own promotion company. That's why. He gets to pick and yeah, choose the best of the but litter. He's, he's fought all those guys, though. He's fought all the guys that are up and coming. All the guys who but, are trying to step to But him. see, that's the problem. He either fights either up-and-comers or he fights people past their prime. Ricky Hatton was past his prime, and Canelo Alvarez was still coming. He's only 22. And the man's 39. It's a 17-year difference. What are we talking about? The man has never fought anyone that's on his level. Uh, Freaking, what's his name? Um, uh, Tyson had to fight. He had to fight Evander Holyfield. He had to yeah, fight he- Lennox Heavyweights are different, though. Exactly, but I'm not comparing it to weight class. So I'm talking about... Who was in your division? Who do you match up best against? How come he never took the fight against Manny Pacquiao in 2010 when Pacquiao was in his prime? This guy waited until this man got knocked out in 2012, and then was like, okay, maybe we can do the fight. Maybe we can do the drug testing. But between then, the man was fighting guys like freaking like Zab Judo, who aren't really much to speak of in the ring. He's nothing more than a street fighter. But he took that because at the end of the day, he has slim pickings. He can pick and choose which fighter he wants because he has his own promotion. Got a point. Strategic. You're not the man for being smart? Yeah, no, from a money perspective, I will give him credit. But at the end of the day, from a boxing, like from a Pierce perspective, no, no one's topping Ali. I'm sorry, you can say that to yourself. That's cool. Listen, but at the end of the day, not, no you're not saying that to yourself. 49 is impressive, but we can no, shoot no, fish in a barrel. How impressive is it really? Numbers never lie, but they are deceiving. No one's saying he's better than Ali. But when you play a sport, you're supposed to feel that way. You might not be supposed to say it. I'm not mad at that. The part that I'm mad at, you can say it. Is him saying he I dealt with more racism than Ali? Yeah, yeah like that, you've that already set touched me on. That set me off. This was the civil rights movement. This man refused to go to war. This man converted to the nation of Islam. There's no way. That's not what's called a communist. You did not deal a with communist. more with more racism <laughs> than communist. Ali. There's no way in hell, right? Number four now. I actually didn't want to put this on here, but it was a last minute decision. That Dame Dash rant. Oh yeah. <laughs> why do? Why do? Why do? When I first got the Dame Dash rant, I was like, "Fuck Dave Dash." Okay. This guy's out here basically saying that if you're not a boss, you're a loser. If you work for somebody, you're a loser. Yeah, so 99.99.99999 motherfucking percent of us is losers then because we all work for somebody. Basically, he yeah. realizes that even if you own a company, you work for the shareholders, motherfucker. Basically. So we're all losers. Nah. Everybody everybody works for somebody is what I'm trying to say. Right? If you pay taxes, then you are owned you by somebody. You work for somebody. So I understand what he was trying to say. I get the sentiment behind it. He's trying to get people to reach further for their goals. I get that. It was just ignorant. But it was the talk. wording of which he said it, in which made it ignorant as fuck. 
when I watched it over again last night, I, I laughed. Yeah, but that, I that's it, Dame. Though. We know Dame. That is Dame. That's the point. That's why I'm not really. He's a chatty patty. Yeah, yeah. man. He's out here trying to uplift the black race, man. If if more is paid not attention doing to what he's right saying, though. man. You know uh, what? No. That's not the way to do it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay, you actually, you actually, so, you so, so when Kendrick does it, talk to him. So when Kendrick does it, it's wrong. But when Dave, Dave Dash tells niggas, listen, if you ain't a boss, you ain't shit. You yeah, wanna how you do it? You go out there, make the money, flip it, agree. and then become rich. Yeah, and, and, it doesn't and, and, and work for everybody. Listen, listen, listen. If Dave Dash didn't have Jay Z to pimp out, he wouldn't be shit. I'm gonna say this right now. Dame Dash and Funk Flex are like two peas in a pod. Yeah, All they do no, is stir Dame, up Dame controversy and Dame cause trouble. Dame and they're each irrelevant. What is Dame Dash doing right now that we Nothing. know of? Nothing. But you know what, though? At the same time, there's Still a lot crying of people over that, that can give you the theory and they're right about what to do, like your teacher in school, and they can't execute it. And that's Dame Dash right now. He can't execute it, but he's right about what he's but trying he's to do. If we all, had a, if we all had a good rapper friend, we'd all be Dame Dash. He's not even giving you Find the theory Find me a rapper to he probably turned more people off and discouraged more people than uplifted. Exactly. Like I said, the and, message and let, was good. And let's, it. And let's yeah, not forget, it. when he made that rant, he had two people in the room with him who are associated with him. So technically, they work for him. Yeah, so what does that make his two associates? He made them feel so stupid. Murder Mook was one of those guys. So is he not a real boss? He's not a real boss. Exactly. Let's continue on with your list. Yo, boss is a state of cookies. mind, man. He said it. Boss is a state of mind. His son sells cookies. Boss is a state of mind. Everyone That's wants... what he said. My son doesn't do anything. He does this. It's a state of mind. Boss is a state of mind. Move on to the next one, well, man. I, I feel can't like stand a boss, it. though. Number yeah, three. Yeah, exactly. That's what's up. Number three. What's your number three? Number three. Man, I got Suge Knight's boy. Let me get his name correct here. Man, uh, you guys are crazy for that Suge Knight stuff, man. KG Simpson. Now. Yeah, yeah, That's what I said. This, right, is, this, so. is, this is why I'm getting that Suge Knight's boy, okay? It's because he literally ran over somebody on camera. They and you have the audacity Did you to, go, to put a GoFundMe account to get motherfuckers to actually free yeah. him from jail. Yo, you know, this is on camera. serious right now. on camera. There was a gun pointed to him. He ran the guy over because whatever, yeah, for whatever reason. Yeah, the guy's daughter came and took the gun listen, from listen, him. Listen, listen, listen. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying why okay, he didn't do it. Okay, based on his prior convictions, though, I'm sure you start why? a GoFundMe program why? to get a convicted yes. felon out of jail. Yes. Yo, this is it street rules, bro. Defense, Yo, this man. is the street. Yo, let me explain something. They, they had a beef. They dealt with the beef in the streets. Let me explain something. The man had a right to do what he did. The man is 48 years old for Christ's sake. I'll give an example. I'll give an example. I'll give an example. Yes, Shook is old as fuck. Can't you see the retired? I'll give an example. I'll give an example. If you're, if, if you're in high school, if you're in high school, and there's there's that everybody had that dude in high school when you were in like the ninth grade, this dude was 18, still taking classes, couldn't graduate. Okay, imagine this dude bullying the kids and picking on them all through their high school career. We all know that. And then and then there's one day this motherfucker catches cancer. Are we gonna go visit motherfucker in the hospital? No, we're not. Remember the day he did. Which is why nobody. Which is Remember why the day nobody. Remember he squeezed your girl's ass for their face. No, which is why nobody. Donated to the GoFundMe, but he ain't wrong for setting that up. <laughs> yes, he is. Why? Yes, he. Is. Why? He's a convicted felon. So what? Him Multiple times. It's about that crime. Multiple times. It is about that specific this crime. This Negro should have in life imprisonment by now, but he hasn't. Why? Martin Nobody Stewart knows. Stewart is a convicted felon. That's that point. Okay, but she's not dangerous. <laughs> she's not dangerous. Is she a danger to the community? Yeah, lend her some stocks and find out. No, physical danger, not financial danger. <laughs> Talking danger. physical. She bankrupts people. Yeah, them on the street. Physical danger. That's worse. So that's worse than breaking my leg. I'd rather you break my leg than my whole family poor on the street. What's your number three? Or your number two? I can't stand this. Okay, my number two is a duel now. A duel. So, oh, a yeah, duel. Okay, duels. I was like, who the hell's a duel? <laughs> <laughs> Golly shit. 
Uh, number two, I'm giving it to Meek Mill. Okay, of course. Not arguing with that. Okay. Did you write a speech about this? No, I didn't write oh, okay. a speech. I wrote down. There was so much wank shit that happened with me, but I wrote it all down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, um, accusing Drake of ghostwriting. Okay. Now, the reason why you're a wankster for this. That's not a wankster movie. The, the reason, hold on, I'm going to get to it. That the movie. reason why you're a wankster let for this is because the dude that you accuse of ghostwriting Drake shit, Drake noted on all albums for actually writing. So technically, he's not a ghostwriter. He's an actual fucking writer. <laughs> Second of all, basically, basically trying to say that Drake doesn't write any of his raps. The man had mixtapes for his came out. The man had a couple albums when he came out. The man literally took tracks from this guy, sang them over, rapped them over, and did them. That doesn't mean he can't rap. He has a whole mixtape, two of them of him rapping before he came out. So he can rap. Like I said, it's not really a ghostwriter when the man is basically noted as a writer on albums. It's not a ghostwriter. Exactly. He's a co-writer. That's it. Second one, um, you basically in the same tweet kind of said that Drake was fucking your girl. True. Now, <laughs> true. I'm just me, right? But <laughs> if I'm fucking my girl, right, and she tells me at one point in time she fucked Drake, I'm going to tell my girl, how long ago was it? She's going to say, you know, it was two years ago. I'm going to say, all right, we're going to hold this down. <laughs> the last thing I'm going to do is come out in public and say, hey, guys, guess what? You know Drake fucked my girl? Like, why Why? Why would I want people to know that? Yeah, it makes, I may it makes know it. I'm going to hold it down and keep it moving if I really like the girl. But I'm not going to be out here telling the world Drake fucked my girl. Why do that to yourself? Another one of you wankster yourself. Um, the next one saying that Drake didn't support him when he was in jail, did the same thing about Wale. Why are you always looking for the validation of yeah, other he's men? Dumb for that. Why are you always crying, searching for other men Why for the you validation? Crying? Why you always crying? Why always crying? Another mm, one oh my God. for dropping that shit-ass diss track, Wanna Know. Oh, my God. <laughs> After this man dropped Charged Up, which was okay, had some lines that people slept on, was okay. Back-to-back oh, back was, back was crazy. What? Charged up was doo doo. No, it no, 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 no. It had lines people didn't hear. It had the line about Jay Z. Okay, so what about what about Meek uh, Mill's line? Wanna know? Oh shit! Those are shit. Compared to Charged up. Yes, Charged up was still better. Charged up was still better. better. Listen, listen, I just want no. Let me go. I, let me go. Charged up had lines. You're a king. You're a vet. You're a vet. The man said, "I still love my idols." But I feel entitled. That was getting at Jay Z. The man the said. The man said. The man, the man said. I'ma have. Was it Clue? Drop a bomb on it. Yeah. He repositioned the bomb from Flex to now Clue. Guy, guy. Another, yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Another gem he dropped. Uh, come live out all your dreams on OVO. Woo, first dream of, chasers. First and foremost, yes, dream chasers. And secondly, Meek's first big tour was on the Club Paradise tour that Jake had in 2011. Yeah. The man took you out on tour first, and you're out here dissing them. Go on, man. Okay. Keep Next one here. Um, the man became a pop cultural joke to the point oh, where yes. you were once the biggest gangster rapper. Now you have people like Meek Mill. No, sorry, not Meek. Sorry, I'm sorry. He was introduced. Now you have people to like now you have people like Miley Cyrus openly dissing you at award shows with no fear. You have every person in the white media dissing you with no fear. Yeah, he was introduced to the world as a joke. Because only hip hop people knew him. Next one, which hurts my heart, man. You have Will Smith, the <laughs> hero. The hero of King your city. King of Philly. The captain of your city. Wait, who's laughing at you. Huh? Will Smith was laughing at him. Oh. The next one here. King of Philly. To end it off nicely. Was it, are we still on Meek? I'm still on Meek, man. Oh. <laughs> I'll do one before this. The one before this was when he tried to call out Wale for not defending him. Yeah, Wale yeah, was yeah. asked a question, who won? He said, Drake, it's honest. You can't get mad at him for that. And the last one, that back-to-back, -back, man. Of course. And now it's nominated for a Grammy. So Back-to-back. 
Do you already know what my future predictions for next year is going to be? Of course. Disrespect of another man. Of course. And now for my last wankster, it's Raven Simone. Of course. She has a list of wankster edibles herself here. I'll go through them real fast. Call him Michelle, Oba Michelle Obama. I'm so sorry. An ape. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. Michelle Obama does look like something from no, Planet of the Apes. But I wouldn't say it. No, and we all understand doesn't. the concept between black people and comparing them to monkeys. And as a, as a somebody in the media, that is stupid to say on the media. She needs great media training. You see what Gev had in the first half of this? That's what she needs. <laughs> um, saying I'm from every continent in Africa and Europe is fucking stupid. Because right. those are continents. I'm not even going to get over that. English right. class must have been hard. Um, saying you wouldn't hire somebody with a black name when, bitch, your first name is Raven slash Simone with an accenté. Accenté good, nigga. People who took French <laughs> class, your name is actually Raven Simone. That's your first name. Then your middle name is Christina and your last name is Perriman, bitch. <laughs> wait, wait, who wait. has a ghetto ass name? Christina who? What? Her name is Raven Simone Christina Pierman. Her first name is actually Raven Simone. Okay. Motherfuckers think it's her whole name. That's her first name. That's one name. Wow. Okay, then. Like Mary Jo. Then uh, the last one, blaming the girl that got beat up in the class by the cop yeah, and saying yeah. it was her fault. Come yeah. on, man. This girl's 15. Yeah, dumb. This cop is 35, dragging the girl around like a rag doll in the class. How you saying it's the girl's fault for getting dragged around? I don't care if the girl pissed in the middle of the class in a bucket. She don't deserve to get dragged around, man. Disrespect. All right, then. And ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Those were our top five singles, albums, artists, and wankses of the week slash year. Um, gentlemen, first and foremost, thank you all for coming through. Uh, we love to do this every year, and we're going to keep the, uh, the, uh, the tradition going on. Uh, before we sign off, and this is like... Next the, year, we got to do this for Miami live on location. Right, we're right. all going to be doing bigger and better things. Right, right. Sure. Yeah, church to that. I'm going to say yes to that. Nonetheless, though, nonetheless, uh, before we all sign off, uh, what, does have everyone, what does everyone have going on in the future right now, in the near future or, or distant future right now? Goliath, I'll start with you. What do I have personally going on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a lot of things going on. We have a lot of things planned. You guys just wait. 2016, it's gonna, we're going to start off with a bang. Can't really say too much on that, of but um, just just wait. You'll see, man. All right, Gev. Same thing as everyone else is saying in the 2015. Oh, man, 2016 going to be big for me, bro. Just watch what we Nah, man, I'm going to end 2015 with a bang. That's what's up. Uh, you know, this has been a strong year. Shout out to everyone on the team with Propway and every other... <laughs> organization that worked this has been a big year this has been a lot of building uh shout out to robbie g shout out to chris guy rocks shout out to mm -hmm. to fucking everyone really in the city doing their thing shout out to ottawa been holding us down shout out to you guys you know for having us here and yo shout out to jay man the only supporter of brampton i know no uh, right <laughs> and, and they shout out to me man i'm, I'm proud of I'm proud of me and there you uh, go I'm, I'm, fletcher's metal stand up fletcher's metal stand up that's what's up right right <laughs> um yeah, it's gonna be a big year for everyone man and i look forward to the big things happening what are you saying jay first of all fuck Gav. wow <laughs> second of all that's such a hater <laughs> second of all like 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 I was saying before, man, you got to keep it real. I remember like three years ago, I saw a man on Facebook put up, 09 is, my, 09 is mine. And the first comment underneath it said, aren't you in the bin, dog? <laughs> so you just, you just got to keep this to you yourself. You know what, no, if that nigga have a cell phone in the bin and he texts that 09 really is his. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, boy. Fair enough. Um, coming up in the next year, like, like my man DM was saying in the beginning, um... I do have a show I'm trying to produce and um, co-write with three other people. We're trying to get that on the platform. We got the treatment coming up. Wait, you rap? Like I said, I said a TV show. Oh, okay. Well. Like I said, I, I can't expose um, any more than that. Okay, I'm uh, looking forward to that. I'm Listen, I don't that. give myself donkeys. Anymore. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. Well, I know. I, I do what I can do. I know. All right, that's what's up. Rap. 
But I got something coming in the works. Um, I can't expose too much, obviously, because of legal reasons, but it's out there. All right, that's what's up. You guys already know uh, what's going on with Cool Radio, man. Y'all can catch us every Thursday night at 8 p.m., 8 from 9 p.m. I know we kind of extended it, but it was for a special purpose nonetheless. Uh, I have been saying this for the last couple of months, and next year we will uh, be moving. Well, not moving, but we will also ex- um, ex- extend. No, no, expand, rather. We'll be expanding our podcast over onto uh, iTunes as well. So for all my Apple users, uh, you're going to be having some uh, dosage of cool radio for you guys in the new year as so well. So you're going to get the syndicated, eh? Of course. So what, you got some other local stations you want to rebroadcast on, get, get that out there? I, I think the world needs cool radio, man. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, man. I got some in the works right now, actually. Got I, I, in the work. I can't. I, so you like everyone else. 2016 going to be big, bro. You just watch. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, like, I, don't, I don't want to say too much. I don't want to say nothing until it actually happens, right? Yeah, but no, I want to keep the people waiting. But you already know what nah, that we've is, been supporting, man. man. I've been supporting, man. watching the growth for the last few years, so no doubt you're going to do big things. Appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it. And uh, you guys already know, man. Y'all can catch us on Twitter at cool underscore radio. Catch us on YouTube, cool underscore radio. Fan page on Facebook, cool radio. And then subscribe to the SoundCloud and follow us on SoundCloud once again at cool underscore radio. Uh, for the final time in 2015, uh, ladies and gentlemen, cool radio is a division of cool click media and entertainment. Reminding you each and every day that we are out here creating our own legacies. Keep it gravy and Wavy, we are out of here. Peace. Cool.